With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. A good morning, everybody. Happy, happy, happy sports Saturday across the nation. Fellas, coming live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com for a free rate quote. I'm Anthony Gargano, and he is Lincoln Kennedy. Together with the fellas, he is Big Bleepin' Link. What's happening, cuz? How you doing, man? We got basketball. We got do. A schedule. We so got I'm a schedule. excited. It's good to be a Pelican, right? <laughs> just made it easy for you. Jeez. <laughs> Pelicans and 76ers. Not, no, I mean, but 76ers had a good team. Pelicans are still incomplete. I don't think they'll make noise in the playoffs, but there's some winners that came out with this schedule. I'm surprised. I, I got to tell you, I have to be real with you, brother. I'm a man star for sports. Yeah. And so I see the schedule come out. And, yeah, I see the rising 9,000 cases in Florida and the whole thing. <laughs> and I choose to look at the schedule because, <laughs> because the schedule is awesome. Oh, I, my. I love this. Every day, games noon until 9 o'clock. Like, you give me Sixers and Bucks on a Tuesday at 4 o'clock. I'm in. Yeah. Lakers, Clippers. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. Basketball from basically noon every day through 11, you know, 12 o'clock at night. Well, look, it makes perfect sense. I mean, we've gone through a void where we didn't have any sports, and that's never happened in our history uh, for, for a couple of months. Now that you're, you know, on the horizon, you're possibly going to get a sort of gauntlet, if you will, of basketball or smorgasbord of basketball. And, and 
as it leads up to the playoff chase, it's, it, it looks interesting, no doubt. I, I like it. Like, <laughs> I, I, I like it a lot. Like I, I, I think that they should do this all the time. When they... <laughs> I, think I don't they know should. how you do this all the time, cuz. I don't yeah, know I, how, you, how you only I, have twenty two teams competing for eight, you know, eight right, spots right, or sixteen right. spots. Or so. But I like I like the idea of in the summertime. Like when they cause I think they're gonna go change the schedule and it's it's gonna be through on in the summer. And then once the summer months hit and people are and kids are out of school. And life's back to normal. I mean, I grant you, it's a long way from that. But once that occurs, they should do the day games, like stagger the games all day long during the summer. I and love you not, NBA you, you summer. Not, you, you don't, you don't want anybody just. You want everybody to stay inside all the time. You want people to go outside. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> It makes sense now. I get it now. I get it. You don't want to go outside. You don't want to go outside in the summer. You don't want to go outside in the fall. Don't want to go outside. Damn sure don't want to go outside. I, mean, in the I, take a, you know, I go. I, I have my catch and go with the kids. Not not if there's a game on every other, every hour, every three hours. No, no, you won't. You'll be playing yeah, mom, in the hallway. You know, I'm not joking. I, you know, listen, <laughs> I'm an inside guy, cause I'm not. I, I, I'm I see. Keep it real. I get it. Now I understand. I was just. I'm I, not I, you a, know. Yeah, I'm out on the. <laughs> On the on the outdoors, you know uh, what I'm I see, I see. I want to play sense. ball. You know what I mean, play ball and watch ball, play ball, play ball, 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 ball. Who cares? What are you going to do? Go for a hike? It's 130 degrees. I just, I was scared. I was just wondering. What are those things that you shot? That you went? Did you went hunting? Yeah, javelinas. Javelinas. That's it. Yeah, but you know, for me, I'd I'd love to go diving. You know, I'd love to. Go beach, have some cigars well, you're, on the beach. Listen, you're like a I'm I, I wait on the beach. I like the beach, but here's the beauty: is I got a phone, and as long as I get an internet connection, <laughs> that defeats the purpose. Guys. I mean, <laughs> basketball at the beach, baby. <laughs> that defeats the purpose. If you're just going to be on your phone, you're not enjoying the outdoors. You're just outdoors enjoying TV. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now you got it, cuz. Now you got it. Like I said, I, I, I mean, I, I love the beach, but I, I, you know, you're a diver. I'm not a diver. <laughs> well, you know, just, I'll dive into a cooler, <laughs> grab a beer while I'm watching, watching the game. On, there you go. On, there the, you go. on my tablet. <laughs> oh, That's what I'm diving yeah. for. I anyway, how was your week, my brother? It's uh, it, and it's been going all right, man. It's been relatively quiet. I have some stuff to to deal with, but I'm 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 enjoying the time alone because the kids are on summer vacation, so. Uh, you miss them? So I, I, oh, I always miss my babies. But, uh, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where I'm, 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 I needed some time to myself because I have some things I have to take care oh, of. Oh, so. yeah. Is the king, I, the, I like you. Looking is, forward is, to the sports. Is it king time? It's always king time. <laughs> it's good to be king, no? <laughs> you are the king, brother. It's you, good you to be the king, king, no? No, sir. You are the king. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I'm just looking forward to this, though. So. Yeah, I, you, you know what? Truthfully, I don't know how is it in Arizona. You're one of the hot spots. What, what's what's it like there? Well, you know, the the sad thing is that you have a, a number and the population that just don't take this thing seriously, the COVID, and you know they feel it infringes on their business. And trust me, as a business owner, I understand that they feel that in, in, in infringes on their personal space. More importantly, their civil liberties. Where you, but you have to make it more and more. Um, mandatory for to wear a mask 
And, you know, some people complain, especially here in Arizona, that, you know, maybe Governor Ducey opened up too soon uh, because mm-hmm. it, it was around Memorial Day weekend. Like I said, and there was just, just this mad exodus to get out and do something. And now you have where, according to last night's news reports, you know, our our ICU hospital beds here in Arizona are about 88% capacity. Oh, we at that high, too. Yes. So they're converting, you know, other floors and hospitals to ICU beds and stuff like that because it's, it's, it's that out of control, rampant out of control. Now, the big thing is, you know, especially here with Arizona and the heat, you know, people are like, well, the heat is following. It's, it's the young people who become, in my opinion, become asymptomatic who take it to the older people. And most yeah. of the deaths, about 65, 70% of the deaths that we've had with COVID-19 here in Arizona were people 55 and older. And mm-hmm. you hear stories about just, you know, gatherings, people do not social distancing, all that other stuff that's that's coming down. So, you know, I, I haven't left the house. My, my home has been my sanctuary. I've, not, I've gone to the grocery store early in the morning to get what I need, and I'm staying indoors because I, I'm thinking about, you know, protecting, not only protecting myself, but protecting when the kids come back to make sure nothing goes down with them. So, uh, but, but I, I think I'm, I'm one of the few who's, who's looking at it like that. You know, people, other people just say, well, I'm just going to go out. We're going to go, go to movies and go this and go that. It's just not the time, but we'll see. Yeah. There's certain, there, you know, it's interesting because there's certain, um, activities mm-hmm. like say going to a restaurant. I was mm-hmm. talking to some friend of mine who lives in LA and, uh, I was talking to him yesterday and he says, you know, cause I got friends going to restaurants and, you know, you got masks, you got, you know, throwaway silverware. Like, the, is it worth yeah. it? You know what I mean? It, I don't, it, look, I, I'm, as a restaurant owner, I honestly believe that there are less people who are actually cooking and more people who are eating out these days. Whether it's takeout, yeah. delivery, whatever, it's or, or dining out, they're, they're just going out. And, I, again, I, I'm not going to gripe, but, you know, the capacity of our restaurants has been cut down to 25%. We still have a waiting list. You have the patio, right? We have a patio, but I mean, it's a you can't turn on fans, you can't turn on misters, and now we're in summer, so you know the average temperature is one hundred something degrees. Yeah, it's hard for people to sit down outside and enjoy that. You're baking, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. But at nighttime, the the patio becomes uh, becomes a a, a big spot again. But that's that's you can't social distance on on an outside patio. You only control so much. I mean, we got people on our patio that are just standing up, drinking, and hanging out. They're not wearing masks. They're not, I mean, it's just it's just how it is. Yeah, it's tough, man. It, it mm-hmm. it's it. We want, you know, we. You you wonder, did we have? Are we being uh, immature about it throughout this whole process? Yeah, there. Are, I mean, I do believe because I mean, there's been yeah. a, there's a yeah. bit of the, and listen, I'm I'm you know I find myself guilty too, like, you know. I'm just, I have my mask and, and you know, I got work obligations mm-hmm. and that means, you know, some of it is social, right? Right. Because of its business and right. you try to drum up anything and, you know, you got to be out and, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's part of it. You, you get lulled into a, sometimes a false sense that we, we, kind of went through the worst of it where I didn't leave the house, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, for months, kind of like what you're going through now. Right. I didn't leave the house for three months. Now, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if um, we're being immature about it. And it's like, listen, we didn't follow through enough, and everybody's just got to go back in, in the hibernation. You know, you got to go to work, so you're not closing out business, but you you got to 
really kind of step up your game to for the last you know kind of gasp of this thing? Well, see, I think because ultimately be it's a small it's a small yeah. portion of time, right? Yeah, but it, but it's also hard to develop a balance. Like what yeah. is what is what is doable? What's not doable? You see what I'm saying? Because you're not yeah. going to tell people that oh you have to go to a, a factory and work every day, but then after you come home you have to stay home. You can't go anywhere else. Right. That's not practical. You see what I mean? And but, you, you, but, I but mean, it, it, is it, it? It may not responsible? be responsible, right? That's see. That's like, it's not that's fun. A question, but that's a question it, that's hey. different for everyone, right? But it, it, you know, you go, hey, listen, guys, do you want to be okay? You know what I'm saying? Like it's no. one of those deals. It's a choice, just like we have. We're talking about basketball. There are some basketball players that opted out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's a choice. It is. It's interesting. It, 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 and you wonder what's what's the right, you know, what's right. You know, can you suck it up? Is it that big a deal? Mm. That's you a good question right there. You know, can you just suck it up for just a, a little while longer while this thing, you know, kind of get a handle on it? You know, that's the question. But we'll talk about it because yep. sports are restarting. We got a basketball schedule. NHL is coming back. Baseball finally has an agreement. We'll talk all about it and kind of dive into the sports aspect of it all straight ahead. We're the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, just getting started on a, yeah, sports Saturday across the nation. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This segment is brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Well, if you just join us, we're talking sports. It's, it's coming back. Uh, <laughs> basketball's released its schedule. Uh, and, and you know, baseball is trying to get in full full swing, too. Um, what, what's interesting, and I had a conversation with, with one of my brothers last night. Uh-huh. We, were, we were talking about the, the, the plight for the NFL. and. Right. And what I, and what I mean by plight is just trying to deal with the current situation. Okay, okay, you put it in perspective. NBA is is uh, is, is having their bubble in Orlando, where mm-hmm. they're going to have their twenty two teams, you know, faced with an eight game playoff, and then the playoffs going from there. Um, but football has said that you know executives have said it's it's not going to be in a bubble, and it's going to be you know they've already put out a mandate where uh, the NFL is supposed to hold their training camps at their facility. Not a problem. They have practice facilities so they can do it. That's not the issue. The issue to me becomes where do you keep the players afterwards? Mm-hmm. Now, in most cases, you know, because uh, NFL teams used to go away to hotels or dormitories or somewhere to keep them all contained in the same space, same spot, and everything else. And we're usually talking about, you know, 90 players and then staff, probably about 150 to 200 people. That's that's usually not talking about the supporting staff, but just just around that that number, um, being being contained. But if you're at your home facility, if you're at your regular true uh, practice facility, most of these players used to go to their home, usually go to their homes. So the question becomes: Is how do you keep them contained from the possibility of being infected by family members or them affecting family members? You see, yeah, and I don't yeah, think that's I, been addressed. Yeah, I, I I don't know how you do it. I, you know, I don't know how because the alternative is you isolate, and I don't think you can. First of all, I don't think you can create a bubble that big, right? And second of all, I don't think players want to be away from their families, right? So now you're talking about well, even for the the you know the, the possibility of keeping everyone healthy or going through, having to go through the season. The only thing that I could come up with when, when you know, trying to figure it out would be you have to get a hotel or some space where you can keep them contained and just still call it like a training camp. Say for a month, we're going to keep you, you know, whatever it is. It's not even the month anymore, but, you know, most training camps over the past couple of years have been like 13, 14 days, two weeks. Right. Um, but to say that you keep them you keep them contained somewhat for that time, because I just don't know – I don't know how you stop the spread if you allow everybody to just go their separate ways when the day is over. Yeah, I, but but here's the problem: I don't think guys are down with that. No. I mean, it's not, becomes, I mean, guys, you know, I'm, guys. I'm just saying that that's guys. Yeah. You know, here's the thing: you're going to have just like in the NBA, you know, 16 out of the 300 players tested positive. Some included some big names. It's going to be the same thing for the NFL. The problem becomes. Unlike the NBA, where you might be able to say you pick up a, a guard from the G League or something like that, mm-hmm. you can't pick up a franchise quarterback or you no, know what I, I mean? listen, star left tackle. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, you're right. No, you're you're de- you're dead right. Listen, I mean, it is what it is. I, I mean, I I'm with you. But what's the alternative, guys? 
if guys don't want to do it, I mean, I don't know. What do you do? Well, I still think you. I, I I think like in the case where you saw earlier this week, Tom Brady working out with a number of guys in Tampa. That despite the spike in cases and stuff like that, and it seems you know irresponsible for them to be carrying on when the NFL has said you know look don't hold any you know combined workouts or anything like that. Despite that, you're still going to see guys who are who are, who are going to do it. People are going to do it. You know, and they're they're going to ignore the the, the risk. Um, because they either want to play or they need the money or what have you, whatever their reason is. You're going to see more people do that. And then the, the infections are going to spread. I hate to be Donnie Downer. I just, it's just, it's, it's obvious. You know, more people going out and, and being around other people cause the cases to go up. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else to do. You know, as far as I want sports back too. hell, I need sports back. It's my job. Right. What do you but, think about what Malcolm Jenkins said? You see, what Malcolm football's Jenkins not essential in the essential business. Yeah, it's not. So it's an interesting kind of conversation. It's not oxygen, right? right. It, it, right. Essential is oxygen, water, food. Right. 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 However, it's. Uh, it, it's it, you could argue that it's essential in that football's food on the impact table. to the the economy, right? Yeah, of our economy mm-hmm. from the little pizza joint. Everybody orders the wings and the right. pizza. Yeah, to the potato chip guy that's mm-hmm. say, you know bringing the chips in to this local convenience store to the beer guy and the soda guy and all that's around the economy. That's part of sports. Forget about the stadium workers that are out of work right now. Right. But uh, everything else. And so I disagree with Malcolm. I think sports is essential. And if the potential guy's working, well, you know, you should work. Now, if you don't want to work and there's issues, I would never tell anybody to to, uh, to skirt the virus issue. If right. you're, you got families that are comp- that are compromised, family members who are compromised, then uh, so be it. I mean, don't please, but you know, if you don't feel comfortable, like Malcolm didn't feel comfortable, don't play, man. I, I don't, I wouldn't blame you one second for not playing. Here's but way, okay, don't say fine. it's not essential because if the every if the everyday guy is the laundromat guy, right. the trash, the sanitation guy. The, this woman, that guy, Target, you know, well, you name it, everybody's working. So why should you not work? Agree. But it also comes from the economic impact. And I think that's where you, someone like Malcolm Jenks might be deriving his opinion from. Because I will say this. If, if I truly had the power, this is what I would do. I would say that, okay, First and foremost, every player in the National Football League has to sign a disclaimer that if they come down with COVID or somebody comes down with COVID, they can't hold us accountable. It's first and foremost, if you want to play this game. Secondly, if you don't want to play this game, we have to write in the bylaws of the CBA that we're going to hold your place and whatever uh, veteran status or tenure, you won't be cut. You won't, you won't, we're going to have to find somebody to replace you with the roster spot, but you'll get your roster spot back, say, next year or whatever, or a chance to play for your roster spot. We won't cut you. That's, that's yes. to protect the player and, and, and to protect the club. 
And then third, I'm just going to leave it up to you. Leave it, leave it up to the to the individual himself. You want to play or not? Yes. You see what I mean? Yes. Yeah. But as a business owner, you might might be deemed as a as a heel, or well, you know, you're gonna you're gonna hold. Not hold uh, what happens if they come down or they catch it on your premise? Like, Look, I left it totally up to them. If they want to come out and play, this is yes. the risk they take. Yeah. Sign this waiver. Do not hold us accountable. Agreed. Yeah, I hear you. And, and here's the thing. Listen, let's be real here, right? We understand the deal. We know that at this juncture, everything's about freedom in life, Certainly. economic freedom. All right, I got to go to work. You got to go to work. But we, Malcolm it, Jenkins can stay home because right? he's made enough money. Exactly. So and, 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 and by and all I means, I, I, I would never think differently of you. And right. again, when it comes to risk, um. I think everyone would want to mitigate risk, right? Nobody's right. saying, you know, nobody's looking forward to that. Let me fight off the virus. I mean, right. it's ridiculous, right? Right. But and so if you have means, hey, man, to the to the victor go to spoils. That means right. you won. You don't have to go and, and take any risk. Don't say it's not essential because well, again, it is I, essential. I'm sure, yeah, and I, I understand what you're saying, but I'm sure his opinion was like, well, you know, because it's just the game and often a mentality like I've had when it came to relating sports with family. Well, my family comes first. Don't I, get me wrong. Yeah. I love my team and I love my, 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 my game. I love the game, but it, something's down with my family. My family comes first. So I, I think that's where he was probably arguing on the line because I heard a lot, a lot of the things, same things that you're saying now as a, the conversation that surrounded that after that comment was made. Yeah, I, again – it is a game, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it. And that comes to my example of oxygen. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I agree. If you're t- saying me essentials oxygen, no, it's not as essential as oxygen. But now there are a lot of things going on right now. Right. Can we live without cupcakes? Yeah. But well, you can't chips. say that to the bakers who's, who's making those cupcakes because they depend on you to eat them cupcakes, right? Right, but we can or live without it's, it's, it's the same way. There's a lot of guys that aren't Malcolm Jenkins that don't right. that that need to play football That's to right. earn a living. That's right. So it's it's just like any other creature comfort in in the world. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. We can get without by without football, but it is essential. And I, I I go right to all the other people that don't are directly playing football. Right. Right. Remember right. the guys that again pizza guy. Beer guy, mm-hmm. all those people, they're mm-hmm. all dependent on you, on the football machine. Or even a lot of the core guys that are in the sport. They're not the high-profile ones that are making the big exactly. money. Exactly, and, and that's why it. I go, dude, listen, I hear you, but don't come out and talk for everybody else. <laughs> and don't make the grand sweeping statement that it's not essential. Because when, when you boil it down, well, then nothing's essential. Can you get do without sports talk radio? Yeah, you could. Mm-hmm. It'd suck, but you know, no fellas. Yep. But you know, you can. It's not essential. No, we survived before it. <laughs> well, you know. No. But I don't know if I can. Look, I got. I got. I'll talk to you once a week, one one way or the other. I'm just saying, you know. Well, we would do our. That's different. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if I could survive without Figgy. That Figgy's essential. Huh. Let's go to Figgy and get an update. What's up, Fig? Oh, not too much. Fellas, how we doing today? Can't complain, bro. Right, how's your week? 
Week's going well. Week's going well. Got uh, some sports getting ready to happen here pretty soon, so that's really exciting. Oh, Got a little I can't pep wait on to our talk step. to you about baseball. Uh, darn straight. Darn straight. Talk about essential. Let's go. Yeah, we got we got hoops. Hey, you know what? Ultimately, that's what I'm talking about. You know, people people rely on sports to happen. It's a big business. You don't get paid millions of dollars without a, an economic trickle down. Right. You know? Yeah. And to to you guys' discussion, I do understand what Malcolm was trying to say. He also used the NBA as an example, talking about, you know, they have the ability to quarantine much of their staff into a, a central location and be safer. We don't have the luxury of being able to do that, like Lincoln mentioned earlier. Yeah. So it's like, unless we have the highest of safeguards in place, I can I can see where he's coming from and saying that it's not essential. But I also believe, to your point, Anthony, in the moment when he said it, he wasn't thinking about all the things that surround it. He was thinking about just the game in and of itself. Exactly. And listen, you know, it, it's not oxygen. So, right. you know, it, it, in that sense – He's right. It's not water. It's not food. It's not survival. But, you know, it's a part of it. And listen, if he doesn't want to play, I, I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, look, if I made, you know, if I had made that kind of money and I have a family and I don't want to risk anything, I don't blame him a little bit. I do the same thing. Sure. You yeah. know, it goes back to means, right? Mm-hmm. Listen, if you're sitting on, you know, whatever, $5 million, right? You, you do, there's things you don't have to do. You're sitting on five million, let alone whatever Malcolm, God bless him, sitting on. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, you've you've earned the right to have the choice. Exactly. It kind of goes to the conversation we had about the NBA bubble and whether guys want to go or don't want to go. Yeah. You've earned the right to be able to choose whether or not you want to play this season or not. You know? Yep. Some people in other professions don't necessarily have that choice and they're in the line of fire when it comes to the virus. So and there are many players on NFL rosters, I probably say most than not, Link. Uh, who are in that same position where they need to make that check or the equipment yep. guys or whoever else yeah. is working on the staff yeah, who aren't it's... making millions of dollars. So I get it. Yeah, yeah. Here's just some trivia, my brother, and then we'll get on with the conversation. You got it. Speaking of the bubble in the NBA, the NBA did release their schedule for the resumption of the season on Friday night. The season will begin, or should I say restart, with a doubleheader on July 30th. You have the Jazz facing the Pelicans, and then the Clippers taking on the Lakers. The league will play seven games maximum per day using the three basketball courts inside the Orlando complex. And as Anthony mentioned a little earlier, games will tip off as early as noon Eastern and as late as 9 p.m. Eastern time. College football news from Friday. 14 more Clemson players tested positive for COVID-19, bringing the total to 37 for the Tigers. Of the 23 that tested positive last week, none of them have been hospitalized. Also, the yearly game between Oregon and Oregon State, no longer will it be known as the Civil War. At the second round of the Travelers Championship, Phil Mickelson shot a 7-under 63. He has a two-stroke lead over Will Gordon and Mackenzie Hughes. Roy McIlroy shot a 2-under 68. He is in a tie for fourth, headed into the third round later this afternoon. Fellas, back to you. Thank you, Fig. We are the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming to you live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, Big Link. A couple things off of, just to, to, to bring it back down, I want to dive into baseball and basketball and and yeah. what we're and how it kind of looks, but just to put the bow on football because we've seen and I, and I know this from earlier in the week um, that they had a conference call. Now you tell me if I, I'm 
I'm reading this correctly because I trust your your uh, your feel here. So they had a conference call. A lot of the coaches were on the conference call, and it's all about protocol and what's going on. And Roger Roger Goodell does not want a lot of people. Uh, he doesn't want anybody speculating on the season, which I like. I get it because I, how are you supposed to speculate on the season? Everybody sees the news. Everybody gets the alerts, and so it, there's a. It looks grim, right? But he doesn't want anybody doing that. However, they're worried. At least the people I talk to, who were on the conference call, they're worried about whether or not they can play because they they're it, it, the protocol is going to be so intrusive. Like it's it's deep, man. There's a lot of things, and I think I think what the NFL is doing right now is full speed ahead. Let's pretend like we're just going full throttle with it, and then if we get derailed, we get derailed. Yes, and then the, the the reason why is because everybody wants to proceed as business as usual. No, we don't know how we're going to do it because unlike the other sports, and probably. What is it? You say basketball, maybe hockey, uh, the intensity and, and, and collisions that, you know, you would you would you would share that space or that space would be invaded by someone else. Uh, um, they're, they're still waiting on their heels to see how those other sports handle themselves. They're trying to see how basketball is going to handle itself in the bubble. And it's going to be a very short time span time period because, you know, they're going to be starting right when the training camp is supposed to start. But here, here's the thing. Um, football has the benefit of, for the most part, saying, especially this year, they, they can use it. Their rosters are pretty much already filled. Usually, you have twice as many guys come in for camp, so you have camp bodies. But it's not essential. And what I mean by that, you don't have to have camp bodies. You can The way that they're practicing these days is not very intense. So you don't need a lot of bodies. You need right. to prepare for depth. But you don't need a lot of bodies. So I think the roster is pretty much already made up before they get to training camp. And that's why the training camps over the last couple of years haven't been that long. They're just trying to buy time through preseason. And again, they have that luxury. The thing that stands out to me as a clue that the NFL was preparing for this, the worst, was the schedule. And again, I was talking to my brother last night about it. I was like, I don't recall a season when either as playing or on a broadcaster, the Raiders did not have a divisional game within the first month. I don't recall that. And Raiders, I'm speaking specifically because the team I work with closely, don't play a divisional opponent until week five. Hmm. Now, out of 16 games, there are only six teams that are not playing a divisional opponent that the, 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 within those first couple of weeks. First, well, first two weeks, I think, I, is when I gave up and I started looking elsewhere. But what that tells me is that, you know, if by choice they need to push the preseason to September and start the regular season to October, it doesn't really hurt them that much. So they're preparing for the worst. They just won't admit it. So you think the NFL goes, all right, listen, um, do 12 game, if they have to go 12 games, they go 12 games. And so right. bad. Right. Is there any way they push the schedule back? 
where they go into February, March. I mean, well, I, I know, don't, deeper I, into I, February and March. They, they, they could. I, I, I mean, it depends on on the circumstances and and who comes down or who gets infected, or how it affects the teams. Because I, I, I do believe that it, you know, it, it probably won't promote the best product if Patrick Mahomes has to be on, you know, a, 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 a isolation for two weeks during the middle of the season. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't probably promote well for 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 your for your 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 sport, yeah. your game, and marketing. Um, but they want you do have that luxury, you do have that ability to where because uh-huh. you can play football in any weather. You you could push it back through February. Might not be ideal in some places, but yeah, you can make it happen. Yeah, and I'm just wondering, do they lose out on that TV revenue? No. Well, because no. no, the minute me. you go, you start canceling games. Well, I mean, that's the you're you, the you've only, lost weeks again, and their weeks luxury, of revenue. Their luxury would be because is that. Let's say they push back the season, start of the season to let's say October starts the regular season. Your luxury is that you still have basketball, hockey, and baseball going on in that time. So no, the football is not making any money, but you're not hurting viewership. You're getting everybody ready for the football season. And if there's no college football in the fall, uh, because that's pushed back to the spring, then football will be the daddy during the, the fall and winter. Yeah. Even more so than it is now. Yeah. Well, you you read my mind because one of the other conversations in regards to football is college football. Clemson had uh, many more players test positive for the the coronavirus. Let's discuss the state of college football coming up next. And then we'll kind of dive deep into the details. Baseball, basketball, we're getting them back. Cross your fingers pretty soon. We're going to have sports. Oh, thank God. Fellas on Fox. All right, welcome back, fellas. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time... 
with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lincoln Kennedy, Raiders. I'm Anthony Gargano. Call me the cuz as we hang out. Fellas, on a sports Saturday end of June, getting ready for a new month, trying to get through summer. Get your free credit card scorecard today with Discover. Even if you're not a Discover customer, it includes your FICO credit score. Check your scorecard. Won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. So we've been talking about the NFL and the ramifications about football, and we kind of hold our breath and go through the summer. There'll be cancellations. As you saw, the Hall of Fame game canceled. They'll start to cancel preseason games shortly. And then you hope that you can play somewhat of a season. Meanwhile, college football, the headlines, just like every other sport, inundated with positive tests. You look at it. Once again, Clemson, more players, 14 more positive tests. That's right. 37 total from Clemson, Big Link. Uh, guys, they have been weighing in on college football and whether or not it's possible to play it. Ultimately, Link, I, I you know, I don't know how you do it. I don't know. College football is different. NFL, it's men, it's business, it's right. work, compensation. But you're talking about college kids. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I said for the last couple of weeks on our show that I, I think football is going to happen, especially college football, because the, the financial impact it affects so many other things. But I also think that college football can have the luxury to where they can start in either winter or spring and still be able to have their season. Um, and they, they that, that might best behoove them to, to look into that. Because, look, when, when it comes down to the college, you're dealing with – since we're talking about logistics – and numbers on a pro scale, it's it's the percentages are, are small. But take for example, the college that's in my backyard, living in Phoenix, ASU, and twenty nineteen they had a population of over ninety thousand students. That included postgraduates, students attending online, as well as on campus. And twenty seventeen, Penn State had a population of ninety eight ninety eight thousand. So. When it comes to college campuses, because the numbers are so grand, there is no way that you're going to be able to tell me that you're going to sequester your college football team, which usually has around anywhere from 90 to yeah. 120 guys, and tell them that you know for the next couple of months, if, if school's in session, you can't, you can't be around anybody else. That's not going to happen. 
No. So so the the, no. the positive Definitely tests are going not. to go up. The positive tests right. are going to go up. So you're better off trying to wait this thing out for at least the rest of this year and then find a way to pick it up in the spring. Everyone just agree, let's do this. We know that we need the finances, so let's try to save, pick it up in the spring because by that time, either we have a, a, a an idea on how to control the pandemic, the numbers, or maybe possibility of having a vaccine or a better way of doing things. Right now it's just too soon. Yeah, I listen. I agree with you. I I don't. Uh, I think you're right. I heard James Franklin, who's the head of Penn, the head coach of Penn State, and it's like, well, you know, we're going to go through, and we know that a lot of the positive tests are asymptomatic, but in relation to what, you know, and they're trying to do the same thing, which is head down and try to truck through it. I right. I think you're right. I think. Hey, once this is an anomaly, and I know there's lots of revenue at stake. You know, what do you logistically? What do you do with the bowl games? What about bowl season? How do you play bowl season? You know, it's easy to play a season and then do the playoffs, but what happens to all the bowl games? You know, what happens to the whole holiday season? All that stuff. So, what happens? You just, to me, you make do, and I agree. Generating some revenue is better than canceling the season, right? And and for the you know for the bowls, you just have to. It's it's one year where you're possibly going to make just a you know a, a different or it's, it'll be a little bit different. Whereas your you know your Jamaica Bowl wouldn't be in mid December; it's probably now going to be in mid May. Right. It just you just have to take it. You know what I mean? It's it, it's because the whole world is affected by it. If you still want to have a Jamaica Bowl, if you're one of those sponsors, then it has to be in May instead yeah. of December. So, I, listen, you might be right because we, we always talk about the fall spike of this thing. You know, mm-hmm. if you start the season in January, hopefully by that point we've made, you know, more inroads on treatment right. and we're that closer to a vaccine and, you know. It, I just don't know uh, how it's possible with a college campus, how you – I, I I don't know how you keep everybody separate. Yeah, I listen. I think you you know better than anybody about what college life is like. Yeah, when you're I mean, BMOC, it's, it's it. Well, it's also yeah. one of those things where, it, like, I just had a survey about the kids here at school learning for the upcoming fall, where they were asking a question: Do you want your kids to go to school? Do you want them to be at home? Do you want them to have half at school, half at home? They're taking surveys. The world is changing. It's going to be different. Not only for colleges, all the way down, school, learning, everything is going to be different. Sports is going to have to find a way to be different as well. For the short term, right? For I the mean, short term. You know, yeah, yeah, for the immediate future, yes. I don't think it's always going to be that way, but we might have changes in place that further affect the way we view sports. If basketball starts at Christmas time from here on out, that's a change that would, would not have happened without the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Now I hear you. All right, well, we got lots to get to, including the NBA restart. Inside, let's dive in. Who looks good going into the restart? We'll talk about baseball. I'm excited about baseball. They're nervous, but we got 60-game season to discuss. We're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, welcome back. It is 7 a.m. in the East, 4 a.m. in the West on a sports Saturday, the last Saturday in June. Can you believe it? 
We're a week away, 4th of July weekend coming up. Time has just flown throughout the pandemic, though. That's, Lincoln, is that crazy or what? Yeah. I mean, time flies even without the pandemic. It was just crazy that we were I can't you know, believe we're in June. For, yeah, right? Yeah, true story. End of June. It's pretty wild, man. Yeah. All right, well, the restart is here, the bubble. So let's just talk about this for a second. Do you like it? It begins with a doubleheader Thursday, July the 30th. Jazz Pelicans, 6.40 Eastern Time, followed by Clippers-Lakers, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Oh, I love it. Six more games, Friday, July 31st. And we got all kinds, including Bucks celtics We're going to have hoops all day from noon until 11 o'clock. Yeah, what, what, what's not to like about it? I mean, the fact is you get you know sports back, you get it in the summertime, and it'll be – It'll be intriguing because there are several teams that still have stuff to play for. I mean, will all the teams in it have something to play for? I just think the schedule bodes well for for certain teams versus other ones. Yeah, yeah, bodes I, better. Uh, Not better. Bodes, bodes better. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. But I, I'm telling you, I I love, I love this concept of basketball from noon to nine to eleven, eleven thirty, whatever it is. Every day, you know, for you go, you'll get it from nine until basically you're going to go from nine until nine every day. Right. That's are you kidding me? <laughs> are you nuts? This is going to be outrageous. <laughs> you're slobbering over right now. I can just tell. It's I like, am. Like, like, let's go. Are you kidding let's me? Go. What date is this? <laughs> hey, you're talking about. We got a month. I'm in, man. I'm. I don't. People go, wow, it's bogus. They've stopped and started. The NBA title should have an asterisk. Who cares? Are you crazy? We're going to have NBA. We're going to have ball. We're basketball. <laughs> We're playing basketball. Oh, Are you kidding me? I'm out of my mind. I'm thinking, like, this is the greatest thing in the world. I can only take so much Korean baseball. I can only take so much <laughs> soccer, right? Like, I'm in, like, I watched the, the Bundesliga. We got, like, nine matches coming up at 930. And I, that's cool. And the EPL's cool. And the Korean baseball's cool. But I need some of my game. Golf, I mean, you know, watching them eat up some bad course sucks. I mean, I'm sorry. I, you know. It's not the masters, you know what I'm saying? I mean, right. Korean break. Right, right. And what's funny about that is because, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you were all, oh, Korean baseball, yes, I can't wait. And now I was like, okay, it's, it's done. I'm, right, because I'm I mean, Korean, <laughs> you know, I try, I like it, whatever, but I don't have a rooting interest in it. And I don't feel like getting up at 4.30 every day and, <laughs> and watching it, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, it's it, it, all of a sudden I was like, man, this is pretty stupid. Why am I staying up and not sleeping or waking up at four thirty for Korean baseball? It's just you know, it's just not worth it. Now I get something I actually really care about. Right. I really care about the NBA. I love the NBA. Yeah. And it's let me read back. you some of the odds. All Uh-oh. right. Just digest them. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Odds to win the Eastern Conference. The Bucks are the ultimate favorite at minus one sixty five. Boston plus seven to one. Raptors seven to one. Heat nine to one. Sixers nine to one. 
Pacers thirty three to one, Nets Magic a hundred to to hundred to one, and Wizards one hundred fifty to one. In the West, Lakers plus one sixty, Clippers plus one eighty, Rockets seven to one, Nuggets twelve to one, Mavericks Jazz fourteen to one, Thunder forty to one, Pelicans sixty six to one. Blazers eighty to one, Grizzlies twelve hundred twenty to one, Phoenix Kings Spurs all two hundred fifty to one. Mm. So that's all to win the West. Yeah, it's the Lakers game. So they you like the Lakers. Though, even, so which of you you just at first blush you're liking Lakers? Yeah, I mean I look they've got I think an eight game lead right now over Clippers right and. Though the, the the schedule that came out for the the remaining eight games, they're playing some higher seeded teams. They're just you know, a more competitive and complete team. I don't really see them dropping much, if anything. The other teams have something to play for, but they're still not as good as the Lakers. You know, the Cl- I like I like the I love the Clippers. Well, the Clippers I think can do it, especially coming back healthy. It'll, yeah. But we've always well, not we've always we were saying this when baseball when basketball was happening that. We projected it was going to be the Clippers and the Lakers in the conference finals, right? Yes. And he's still still on a collision course for that. Yep. The one no, the I one agree. that intrigues me the most is the East. You like Denver? Isn't Utah, Joker out but, with COVID? Yeah. So I think that hurts their game. But he gets quarantined, he'll play. Well, then depending on how what how he comes back. I think what what you're up against to me is not only the time with the quarantine, but also just the working off the rust. I don't know if you're able to do that at a high impact where you're playing games every day, almost. You know, for down down the down the the the, the towards the end of the season. Yeah, no, I hear you. I, I it that it's going to be interesting. I don't. It, it's funny because like the Bucks are are a big time favorite. And and I think they're a good good squad, but they're not an unbeatable. That's not a- no, they're not unbeatable. I mean, I feel bad for Toronto. The schedule they got, I think the the, the 76ers, sixers, you know, yeah, they could, figure out what, what, they could figure out what plagued them during the season, why they weren't able to win on the road. But they're going to be at the same place all the time, and the schedule they have, they dude. can jump up a couple spots. Dude, you speaking my you speaking my language now? You speaking my language? So I definitely think, I think a if there's ever a team that is dangerous, a team in this NBA that can come out of nowhere, it's the 10 9 8 76ers, Lincoln. <laughs> I'm getting ready to play the song for Don't you. Play again. The song. Don't play the song. We don't need a song. But I'm looking at their schedule, and it's pretty impressive. They start out with the Pacers. Then they have the Spurs, the Wizards, the Magic, Trailblazers are going to be struggling, Suns, Raptors, and Rockets. Now that's that's a seven and one. That's, that's I mean you can uh, trying to figure out who they're going to drop one to, who who they drop to, who do they play down. Well, to? Well, I just said you know seven yeah, and you're one. Yeah, you're giving you're giving you know we'll just go eight undefeated, right? Because that would be being a homer. <laughs> seven and one's not being a homer. <laughs> no. Seven but, months not being a homer, but with Nor this schedule, is my they can, they, they praise yeah. uh, over a team that has been sort of dysfunctional. Uh, who I followed all along, as you know, yeah, kind of embedded with them. I think they're a dangerous squad. I really do. I think they're a an incredibly dangerous team. 
that could put it all together. Um, well, it'll be it, it, it will be one of those interesting things because I, I think if it doesn't happen this year, and of course you're closer to the situation than I am, if it doesn't happen, if they don't make a run in spite of the the the, the you know the pandemic and everything else, is this team broken up? Coaches, no. players, something next year? No. No. Now the coach maybe, but right. not the players. All right. This I I have been asked this question on numerous shows, like you with the Raiders. I go on a lot with the Sixers, and they always ask me, "Oh, who's going to go? Simmons or Embiid?" And my answer is always the same. Why would you trade one of the two? To make an assumption that they don't fit together after you realize this is Ben Simmons' third year in the league. That's it. But we all we often see the popular banter that goes around. Why aren't they playing well, or why can't they do, or they can't coexist? Somebody's got to get to blame when you have such potential and you're not you're not playing for a championship or or, or vying for a championship. Yeah, but like, do I look at it? I look at it differently. I look at it like this. I look at it and go, we know the history of the league says it takes a certain amount of time, right. Before you're ready to compete for a title. There's a maturity about your game that has to take place. So before the maturity kicks in, why would you be rash and trade one of those two? Yeah. That's it makes That's no point. sense to me. I agree. And and again, you know, can you tweak around them? Uh Horford, you know, maybe he's not a fit. Maybe you gotta move there. Brett Brown, do you have to have a different voice? Brett's been a constant. Do you need another coach to take them to the next level? I mean, that's a possibility. I mean, I know Brett. I love Brett. Great, great man. And I hope he succeeds. I really do. But again, you know, I mean, ultimately it's a business. You got to win. You got to win. Certainly. You got to win. So, you know, that's a possibility. But as far as breaking them up, I, I, I just don't understand the concept. I think the concept's faulty. Now, I love Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee's a terrific team, but they were uh, they were they were a team that had a rhythm going, right? And I think they're the most vulnerable. Teams like the Sixers, Toronto, you know, maybe oh, Miami. Like I think they're kind of dangerous yeah. in this kind of format. The West. I mean, look, I think any team's vulnerable in this kind of format, right? Right, but. Clippers, Lakers are situated the best. The only team that I would look at, well, there's two of them. I, I'm not sold on the Rockets thing. I still don't think that wins in a seven game series. Although, who knows? In this four, you know, maybe the guys get hot. They're not traveling. You know, the rims. I don't know. But I like Utah. I thought Utah was playing good ball. Well, now without Bogdanovich, their their second yeah. leading scorer, they're going to be hurting. I know. And I the schedule is not favoring them either. Yeah, that's you true. Know, Good point. You know. Denver, uh, you know, I kind of like Denver a little bit as a possibility, but I like ultimately, Denver all I think year. It's, I just, it just—it's just—I I think the the West is just too stacked. That's just my two cents. Yeah, I, listen, I ultimately I agree with that. I think it's, you know, the Clippers. I love the Clippers. Right. I love that team. I think that team is a, I, it's a great team. So they would be my favorite. Yeah. But yeah, you know, and obviously the Lakers right there. Yeah, we'll talk about it, dive deeply into, it, including baseball too. That's right. We're the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, right here, Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. 
like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The fellas, cousin, I'm Big Link, and we brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit scorecard, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Cuz, now turning our attention to baseball. That's great soul. Dude. Cold yeah, blood. I heard Rick John. Yeah, Cold Blood. Rick James. That's mm-hmm. a bust out one by Chris. It's early morning. Girl, Girl I, I think, think you're hot. hot. I was got good stuff here in the collection. <laughs> you, <laughs> you do, Chris. You're you are impressive. You know what this studio needs? It needs an old. I need an old turntable here. I used to have like a whole closet of vinyl, twelve inch. Oh man, I'm impressed times. by you, Chris. Yeah. You really are. Well, I was you got also a good ear, man. I mean, it was also part of that millennial generation too, where we had like so many people kind of loving old uh, vinyl. You know, I hung yeah. out with a lot of yeah. guys who just there were audiophiles. Nothing kind of sounds quite like a twelve inch. True story. Wow, my man, I'm impressed. You impresses me, Chris. Um, well, turn it, our attention to baseball because I was just going to say the Toronto Blue Jays don't have a home. Not that anybody noticed, but <laughs> they're trying to figure out where they're going to play. Yeah, what do they do? <laughs> can't. Well, Florida, you know, unfortunately, and it's not a laughing matter, you know, Florida's cases has increased over the past, you know, 19 days. They've had a steady increase in the number of, of infected due to COVID. And so I, I think it's 
irresponsible of any ownership or any, to, to take their 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 company there in the in the midst of it. You know what I mean? It's it's like you see all the numbers going around. You can't ignore it. So oh, we're going to do we're going to fly down and play at our spring training field, you know, facility. No, it's in Florida. No, you can't do that. That's just irresponsible to me. Yeah. Got to find like something that. else. I have to tell you though, I do like that team, that Blue Jays team, or the or those the, the, the Suns. Yeah, they're like the Young Turks. Yeah, but I love that squad, but man. You're talking about a division that has the Yankees, though. Yeah, no, no. I yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, without a doubt, with without, a sixty without game a doubt. schedule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. I I, I feel you. <laughs> I I just like them though. I do like them. I think. Mm. They have a, you know, they got dynamic. I love Vlad Jr. and and Bichette, and I mean those kids. They're, they're terrific, man. I love Biggio. Man, they're they're those kids can play, man. I, I, I love they're fun. Fig, yo, Fig, yo, Fig. Hey, fellas, how many games the Blue Jays win this year? Um, take it, just stab at it. Fourteen. Damn. Wow, that's it. <laughs> Sixteen. You know what? I'll take the over. All right. No, what is the what is the over under the Vegas odds? I haven't. I know I'm sure the Dodgers have them up while we're talking. The about Dodgers I, have the I, high I of thirty seven. I do know that. Really? The Yankees oh, are, are, are right look, are right around there too. Pride. He said just, that with great pride. It's just with knowledge. I know the Yankees are not far behind. So they're they're kind of neck and neck as Team A and Team B as the favorites to to go to the World Series and win With the World short Series. Schedule, huh? Dude, yeah. I'll tell you this: I'm de- I'm dead in on baseball. Now I don't know if they're going to play because they're already de- they announced they're coming back, sixty game schedule, the whole thing, division, and then the divisional counterparts. Did you notice that well, yesterday? There was a lot of and listen. I don't blame anybody if they're right. if they're the spike or maybe it's not a spike, but the continue uh, flare up with the number of virus nine thousand cases in Florida yeah. nine thousand. Look, I know more testing equals more positive, positive tests, mm-hmm. but Lincoln nine thousand is still nine thousand. I mean, dwarfs, you know the previous high. So I I understand baseball's trepidation about coming back, but um, I I y- y- there's a tone that that's out there that wasn't there um, all of a sudden. But if they play, I, I I'm excited for it. Well, I mean, I, I think we're excited to get back to some some sense of normalcy, and sports are a part, especially part of the American fabric. Fabric. So mm-hmm. I understand all that. Uh, it, it's just whether or not. We'll totally recognize all the names out there. We'll see the uniforms, but we recognize the names because I think there'll probably be more people that will say no rather than yes, let's go. Oh, this is I got all these odds. I'm looking up odds for the season. I'll get the totals, but Figgy, listen to this. Link, Link's <laughs> gonna he's gonna love this. Figgy, ready? Yep. All right. Will the highest batting average? Over under three forty five. Oh, this is awesome. That's good. Ooh. All right, here's the deal. I let's play a little game here. All right. Uh, Bersh, I need you to keep track. All right? Okay. Yes. All right. Wake so up, we're gonna I'm gonna allow okay. you guys 
to bet the fictitious Fazuls. All right? And we'll call them uh, strictly. You can go. I'll give you a thousand Fazuls to play with. Mm. All right? Mm-hmm. And you can place your thousand Fazuls any which way you like it. I got mi- like a million props. I'm going to read them for you. And then you can play. You can tell me I want to bet X amount. All right? I know Lincoln loves this game because he's oh he usually wins. Good you're a good game. you're a good gambler, Link. Uh, I try. This one's going to be hard because I don't know all the numbers in a sixty game span. Right. That's that's a short season, so I don't. I'm not as familiar with all the numbers, so this is going to be a tough one for me. Yeah. Now, Chris, you're in on this too, and Bursch, you're good. in, and Figgy's in, and we'll we'll start. We'll do it for the NBA too. This is exciting. All right. So here you go. How many of the averaged over on their 345? Also off of that, if will someone hit 400 minimum 189 plate appearances, you get eight to one on that. All right, and you just stop me if you if you want if you want something. How many home runs will the league leader have in baseball? The over under is nineteen and a half. I'm take, going I'll over, take the over on that. Yeah, I'll take the yeah. over on that. Yeah. All right, I like it. I I agree. I mean, I don't know. You're also starting off with the hot weather, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Ball going to be flying, and guys aren't going to be stretched out. You got. You're going to be in the pens early. I agree, guys. I agree. All right. Will uh our highest how about this one? This seems low to me. Highest ribby total forty seven and a half. Whoa. If we're going over twenty or over nineteen and a half, I gotta think forty seven that's not a lot of RBIs. Well you're no? still saying there's people gonna be on base. Actually, you know what? I, I think I'll take this just because of the late game rules that they're talking about putting runners. Uh, they're, they're still doing that, right? Where they're going to have like you know runner on second, start with yeah, a runner on second base and extra innings, right? So I mean, if we have a lot of late game situations like that, it'd probably juice the numbers. I guess I see home runs right now with so many of them being a lot more solo, but so do I. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I, I think th- this numbers this numbers rough for me because I think it's almost dead on. Where if you were like setting a line, this is a really good one. So I. I, I'm leaning over, but I'm not super confident. In it just All right, yet. well, you guys want to bet it. Um, Figgy, in your opinion, let me ask something, Figgy. In your mm-hmm. opinion, with um, what we saw last year, the, the feast or famine, the strikeout or home run, do, do the do the lesser games, number of games overall, there are still some teams out there who play small ball. Does that prefer them, or is it still the, the we want to go with the strikers? I don't know if it necessarily benefits small ball teams, uh, mm-hmm. to be honest. Those are teams that are still very dictated on rhythm, being right. able to move runners and, and, and all of that, stringing a lot of things together. Um, there's not a lot of successful franchises that play that way, to be honest. Most most of them, and we've complained about this ad nauseum, you know, baseball's pretty much, you know, sterilized. It's the exact mm-hmm. same. Um 
Uh, if you were able to do it effectively, I do think you would be at a, at a decided advantage. But with analytics and the way they adjust the infield, playing that small ball, it doesn't seem to be the uh, a conducive way to to winning right now on a consistent basis. It's either oh, a home run, it's it's yeah. feast or famine. Okay, so, so we're going with the strikers then. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Yep. Go ahead, guys. Uh, all right. Uh, how about this? You got. Uh, la, 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 la. Highest stolen bases, 21. Mm. I'm going under. Yeah. Yes, I yeah, agree. I'm going well under. I agree. Man. So put that burst down, put that a bone under mm-hmm. 21 for Every, the fig. Everyone's taking the under on under. that? Yep. I got the over ribbies and home runs. I'm I'm going to stay away from the under stone. I I love the under, but I'm going to I'm not going to bet it. Mm. Uh highest win total for a pitcher, you ready? Mhm. 8 and a half under. Yeah, that's tough. And it's tough to get 8 and a half out of 60 games. Uh, under, yep. You figure, you know, you have me you're going to be stra- early on it you're not going to go deep. That's right. That's so the that's what I'm you know, on. You're not going to go deep. Pitchers aren't going to right. Deep. Need five right. innings for the win. Mm-hmm. So guys aren't going to get stretched out, you know, until you know much later. Right. Right. So you have the opportunity to get wins early in the season to bank those up. So and you're talking about what? 15 starts. Right. I mean, think Max. of your general Cy Young winner gets between on a on a good year between 11 and and 14 wins in a 162 yeah. game season. Eight yeah. wins. That's hard. I, I, I'm not betting it. If I were to bet it, I would take the under, but I'm leaving it alone. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm taking the under. Let me down you are taking our link down. Highest strikeout total, 98 and a half. Mm. Can a pitcher get more than 98 strikeouts? I mean, yeah, it's I think it's so. I think so. Nowadays. We just right. talked about it being feast. Or, you talk about it being feast or famine. Guys are either striking out or hitting home runs, and guys on the, the average velocity of a starting pitcher is up to like ninety four miles an hour. So guys are throwing heat. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's beyond their own possibility that a guy like a Scherzer can strike out ninety eight, hundred in a short you're, season. You're, you figure what you're getting? Tw- you're getting why you're getting twelve starts? Right. Right. So twelve starts. Uh, can you get? You know, double digits would be 120, right? Mm-hmm. And I got to believe that you can, you know, th- those power pitchers are going to at least get, because you can strike out 10 guys for five innings, you know, these days. Yeah, guys, these guys, guys strike out. Tell me DeGrom can't strike out 10 guys? Right. Uh, or aver- average eight and a half strikeouts a game in his starts? I agree. I go over there. I, 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 I do too. Agree. Yep. This one you know, is going to be interesting. Saves. 17 and a half is the total. See, I don't I don't see mm. one of them having it. I think it's spread around. I'm going to take yeah. the under on that. Yeah, I think yeah. I think bullpens these days are a little more, more diverse. We don't really have too many of the traditional ace closers anymore. So, I think I'm I think I'll take the under. All right. Yeah, I take the under too. Less be- of the reason why of not having ace closers, there are a few of them out there who are still designated as closer, but I do think there's going to be handled with more kid gloves. You're not going to have guys running out there every single solitary night uh, like you did before or like you normally would. Right. You know, every game is so much more important. 
So maybe you'd be willing to give a Kinley Jansen an extra night if you could to try to save him up as opposed to just burning through him early on. Because these guys right. have to – These guys have to – They worked into shape. They got out yes. of shape, playing shape. Now they have to work themselves back into playing shape, especially early on in the season. So I do think most of these things are going to be done by committee at least within the first three to four weeks of the regular season before you actually get into a consistent rhythm. And that will end up costing guys, particularly your closers, their save numbers. Yes. Completely agree. Completely agree. All right. Uh, let's got trending. Let's oh, wait. Yeah, here's the trending fig, and then we'll continue. All right. Well, Spencer talking about Major League Baseball. Saw the support from SNY's Andy Martino talking about the three conditions that could result in Major League Baseball canceling the season. If one, number one would be if restrictions on travel had to happen to be imposed in the country so you couldn't travel throughout the country. And two, and this is the interesting one, if playing the season would pose an unreasonable health and safety risk to players and staff. I mean, some would argue that that would be happening now if they decide to play. And then number three would be uh, if the season is compromised by the number of players who are available to play, meaning if a un- unreasonable amount of players happen to come down with the COVID-19 virus, and then they'd essentially have to cancel the season at that at that point in time. The NBA actually under those same rules as it comes to Adam, Adam Silver, a conference call he had with the media on Friday saying if an inordinate amount of NBA players do come down with COVID-19, the league would have to seriously consider shutting things down for the remainder of the season. But unless and until that happens, they are going to resume on July 30th with a doubleheader. Pelicans facing the Jazz. Lakers taking on the Clippers. That's a total of 88 regular season games the league plans on playing between July 30th and August 14th. No more than seven games will be played in any given day, and each team will play one back-to-back. Geico has introduced the Geico Giveback, a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers that last your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for info and eligibility. The NHL had its draft lottery on Friday. However, the top pick is still up for grabs by one of the teams that is set to compete in the play-in tournament when the season does resume. One of those eight teams that is eliminated will win the top selection in the draft in a second lottery that will take place at a later date. And in golf, Phil Mickelson with a two-shot lead over Will Gordon and Mackenzie Hughes at the second round of the Travelers Championship. Fellas, back to you. All right, brother. Thank you. We are the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, hanging out on a beautiful sports Saturday. We have sports on the horizon and we're kind of stoked about that, to be honest with you. We're very excited about that. Uh, fellas, hanging out on this uh, incredible Saturday, coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, uh, guys, let's uh, continue you, uh, Bruce, you had a note on batting average. Is that correct? Yeah. So uh, the line was what? It was 345 for the batting average leader? It was 345. Correct. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, so the, the major league leader through 60 games going all the way back to 2011 every single time has been over 345. In fact, it's well over for the most part. Most Almost all of these years, these guys are 10 to 15 points over that. So that's uh, interesting to note that 345 wow. might be kind of a low number. That sounds like a I like good it. Bet. That's a good nugget by the Bursch. Very good, man. I like it. All right, let me give you uh, 
Here's some interesting odds to lead the regular season in home runs. Here are your player odds. Joey Gallo is the favorite, eight to one. And then here you go. Pete Alonso, ten to one. Trout, uh, Aaron Judge, eleven to one with Mike Trout. Uh Al Jordan Alvarez, twelve to one. Bellinger and uh Stanton each fifteen to one. Yelich, Suarez, uh Reyes, Matt Olson, Nelson Cruz, and Ronald Acuna, all twenty to one. Arenado, Bryce Harper, Jorge Soler, uh la 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 where we at? Or, or actually Arenado is twenty two to one. Harper Soler, Donaldson, Chris Davis, Reese Hoskins, Vlad Jr., all twenty five to one. Uh, El, uh, Eloy Jimenez, 28 to 1, with Glaber Torres, uh, Miguel Sano, all 28 to 1, Bregman and JD Martinez, all th- well, 30 to 1, Trevor Story, 33 to 1, Springer. How about this? Some value here. Chris Bryant, comeback season in Chicago, with Wrigley blowing out. You got all summer months, Chris Bryant, Springer. Uh, both fifty to one, and hmm. Nick Castellanos sixty six to one. There's some good odds in there. Springer yeah. at fifty to one is yeah. pretty good, mm. right? Yeah. And, and I'm thinking, like Chris Bryant at fifty to one too. Like who? Chicago, you, you know, you can. It's hard for a Cubs player to lead the league in home runs. Or, you know, nationally, period. Mm-hmm. But you know. April, May, and into June, it's cold, right? Ball's right. not fly, but now you're you're playing in the teeth of the summer. Mm-hmm. Good and you, had, too, you said no doubt. You had somebody in there at thirty to one too. That was really good odds. I, I forget the name. I heard Bregman you, and JD Martinez. JD Martinez at thirty to one is pretty good. Yeah, I agree. That's good odds. I, and you I had agree. Vlad and Vlad Guerrero Jr. at twenty five to one. I agree. Was one How about that? To me. Yeah, that's a great one. That's great nuggets. Yeah. So sprinkle some on that fig. Yeah, because there's some guys who you know, like Pete Alonzo, he might have a sophomore slump. Who knows, especially considering right, the I circumstances. I don't yep. know if he's someone that I would trust right now. Uh, Joey Gallo, I'm not touching. No, I, I love Trout, but I don't know. Trout, his home runs kind of come in bunches at times. I don't know if yeah. he's not. He he has had like a 40 home run season, but he's not generally a home run hitter like that. Doesn't mean he can't do it, but I don't know if he's someone that I would bet on leading the league in home runs. So you got some good value. You mentioned How about uh, Bellinger, your boy Cody. Yeah, Bellinger too. Bellinger will be an excellent bet for 15 sure. Fifteen to one. Yeah, Yelich too. Like Yelich, Yelich, Yelich is sneaky man because he all hit him in bunches too. Oh yeah, no doubt. That's it, interesting. If, if for my money, I'd I'd probably end up going with Vlad Junior. That's really good value. Vlad Junior or JD Martinez at thirty to one is is good. All right, so you got you throw fifty fifty. Yeah. Link, who you who you give me two? See, I I I I think it's going to be one of those, not necessarily sort of favorites, but sort of one of those the breakouts, especially with the sixty game and everything that's happening. Talking, so I I I like Vlad Jr. and but but I can't I uh, can't ignore what what we've seen guys do in the past. So I'd go go Vlad Jr. and I'll just throw for Yelich too. I'll put some on Yelich. Smart. I think Yelich is alive in that sense. Chris, who you who's your two? <sighs> I can't I can't think of any right now. I'm I'm All right. I, I'm I'm, oh. wim, I'm I'm wishy washy on this one. All right, uh, Bursch. 
Um, I know you're going Bellinger. <laughs> well, of course, of course. I also really I'm like. Probably Rommel. not going Bellinger Trout. <laughs> no, I'll I'll give you a dark horse though. Uh, Nick Castellanos is sixty six to one. I like a lot. Uh, he he caught Mark, fire yeah, when he came yeah. over. Uh, he was traded to the Cubs halfway yeah, through the Tigers, season yeah. last year, and then now he's with the Reds, where he gets to DH now. And if you look at his career trajectory, I think he's kind of becoming what JD Martinez is now. Uh, so he, especially now that he gets to DH again in the National League uh, and and in a in a very powerful lineup in Cincinnati, that's a very under the radar team that's you poised to blow up this year. What so, a smart. great selection! <laughs> and by the way, Burst, that's a genius selection. And by the we're, way, we're cheating off your paper, Burst. Castellanos. <laughs> remember that that ballpark. The ball flies yeah. out of Great American oh, yeah. Ballpark. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, I agree with you. The numbers should be up because of the DH. Yep. The universal DH would also should keep the pitching numbers down. Not the strikeouts, but the other pitching numbers. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. So I'll, cheat I'll, off of Bursch's paper. <laughs> I'm with you. I think that's, that's a good move right there. Everybody's sitting around bursts at the sports book. What's going on? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Castellanos live, he says. Love it. Highest ba- Hattie's batting average in 2020. Uh, Trout the favorite, 6-1. to one. That's still good odds. It's six Very to one. good. Very good. Isn't that surprising? Like, I'm in already on Trout. Yeah. Right? Take it. That's right. Uh, Altuve seven to one. JD M- Martinez, Michael Brantley eight to one. Rendon, Tim Anderson, uh, Whit Merrifield nine to one. Guriel ten to one. Bregman, Meadows twelve to one. Fletcher, Bog- uh, Bogarts, uh, Xander is twelve. fourteen to one. Uh. Where else? It was well, Polanco. I'll say this while you go down the list. You mentioned yeah. a couple of Astros. Just based off general principle, I'm not going to put my money on any of them, whether I think they have the good odds or not. I'll just say that. Well, I, See, it took point. a world pandemic to sweep their cheating under the rug, right? You know? Yeah, right. Never forget, Link. <laughs> exactly. Never forget. Yoan Moncada from the White Sox is 28-1. to one. Hmm. I, I think there's some value there. Which what, what are we talking about? This again? is for a batting average. For batting, batting average. average. Yeah. And listen, I would bet Trout, but I would back him up with a long shot and yeah. Moncada can hit. Uh and and I think in that ballpark again, Chicago hot. I think he has a big year. I think he's live at twenty eight to one. I again I would go trout and back him up with a favorite. All right, we got to take quick TO. We'll come back yeah, some more of this voice. fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm I'm all I'm so in. What a loser. You just start talking about like inside baseball, inside NBA, and I'm like, God, blah, blah. And meanwhile, we're late. I got to take a break. We're the fellas right here on Fox. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fellas! Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, hanging out with you June the 27th, a week away from the 4th of July weekend from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. All right, Link, going through the, uh, let's put a bow on the baseball odds. And so let me ask you this, for the that, comeback. thinking about yes. the baseball odds. Who, give me some of the long shots to win the World Series this year. Oh, uh, you want you want a little? Uh, I want to go all the way to the, the big one. Yeah, long shots. Hold on, I will get you that. Um, because I do think it's it's going to be a lot of. I, th- I think it's actually going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be wide open. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be. Here's your win totals. You ready for your win totals? Mm-hmm. All right, boys. War wagering. Here you go. Dodgers lead the way, 38 and a half. Oh, I can just see Figgy and Burst toasting <laughs> right now with the mighty Dodgers. And what a year it's going to be if they play Dodgers-Giants. Oh, man, that's going to be awesome for, you know, like 20% of your schedule. You like that? <laughs> You like playing the Giants? Then you get to play Gabe Kapler, too. Yeah. He stinks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Looking forward to it. That's nice. Yankees, 38 and a half. Stop me if you want to place a bet over under. So the Yankees and Dodgers are neck and neck. They're both 38 and a half? Is that, yes, did sir. I hear that right? Okay. Yes, yes you did. All right. Stroh's 35 and a half. Twins, oh. 34 and a half. 
Braves 33 and a half, A's 33 and a half, Rays Nationals also 33 and a half. Give me the Nats over. People think they're done with Rendon out. Right, with those with that pitching, I think the Nats win more than 33 game, and nice. a half games. And you said the Rays are also 33 and a half? Yeah. Mm. Because I probably like them right about there. They're probably one, they're one of those like sleeper type teams that I in agree. a short season can really do yep. some damage. Yes, I agree. I love the Rays. Indians thirty two and a half. Mets thirty two and a half. I look under Mets. Cardinals thirty two and a half. Kind of like the Indians, just because they they pretty much have a clear path out of their division. I think. Yes. Well, I don't know. The Twins. They, they, I, Watch I out don't. For the twins. I don't believe as much in the Twins. twins are the favorite. It, the, the way the Central has gone usually is it just it ping-pongs around. I've never, All not right. since the Tigers, I haven't really seen anyone They can bang the, the ball Central. now, that Minnesota team. Right? They bang yeah, that's the ball. True. And, I mean, White uh, Sox won't be much of a slouch this year either. The White Sox have good young talent. Yeah. They're, again, again in a short season, a team with that kind of youth can get off to a hot start, and that could be Dangerous. all you need. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Sox, 31 and a half. Uh, Red Sox. Cubs thirty one and a half, White Sox thirty one and a half, uh, Angels thirty one and a half, Reds thirty one and a half, Burst the Reds live thirty one and a half. Yeah, I would take the over there. I would. Phillies thirty one and a half, Padres. I like the Padres thirty one and a half. What are the Tigers here? Tigers. Do I even want to know? Twenty one and a half. Uh, why not? Along with Baltimore, the rear of Major League Baseball. The rear ends. So those two are at 21, and those are the... Yes. Yeah, I'd go under. Here you go. Fellas, on Fox, don't go anywhere. All right, that's us, fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano right here. Coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com for a free rate quotes. Berg Link. A uh-huh. couple things, my man. So a- as we kind of go forward, we're talking about sports, right? Coming back. Right. And I don't know if you've noticed, but there was a, an uptick in our tenor talking about the games. Did you notice yeah. that last hour? There was a it was it was ten. not okay. virus. It was it was talking inside baseball. Well, yeah, and we got there was excitement. We were kind of yeah. You lost your think, voice, right? Right. <laughs> I, I was that excited that I lost my voice. Well, you know, look what, what we enjoy doing is you know having conjecture, talking about the possibilities. I think what's going to be interesting when you talk about, especially when it comes to baseball. Such a shortened season, the possibilities. I mean, I can't imagine anything because I never experienced anything like that. But just just think that if you came in and and, and as a football player, I said, "Okay, we're going to have an eight game schedule, and then the best you know the best record after eight games or nine games, or whatever, is going to go into the playoffs." If if we're out of it after the first month, if we start all in four, man, I'm thinking about where I'm going to have a winter vacation. I'm not thinking about the rest of the season. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so with baseball, I you know, and I I don't know. I, I've only heard people talk about the rhythm that it, time it takes you to get in. 
I do know with football, I, I feel that you don't know what team you have until you play your first full month of, of, of football. I got to believe that from what I've seen and watching baseball and as I got into it, sort of the tale of the two tapes before the all-star game and after the all-star game is when you, you know, of course after is when you see the teams make their surge and you wonder where do they come out? Where do they come from? But in recent history, we've also seen this in hockey a couple of years ago when the blues uh, went on their, their championship run after by January, basically being out of it. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how this season affects the players mentally because it's not typical. No, it's not. And, and, and listen, I'm I'm with you. It's not your typical kind of year, so it, it makes for any kind of, you know, I mean, who knows? We know we know who we like. You know, right. Dodgers and Yankees are the favorite, but because teams can get out hot. I mean, look at the Nationals last year, right? Yeah, they went. They, you know, they they were horrible. Right. You brought up the Blues. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree. Like I said, I agree with you. I do think, you know, it'll add for um, maybe some oddity, but I think it'll be fun. Well, Sixty it's games. Going, no, no. Like I, I hear people rail and ah, oh, universal DH that stinks. Go away. I, I can't do that, Link. Well, that's that's when the the purists come out and be you know trying to hold true to to, to their 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 traditions. But I mean, it's adding a little bit of excitement doesn't hurt it. The you know the universal DH to in the extra innings you having a man start on second. I mean, I, when I first read that, I had to read it twice and make sure I saw what I saw. I was like, really interesting, interesting. You know, because yeah, that was the minor league thing. Yeah, but yeah. we but we but we see you know we see the thing with you know we, we see him with the, the the feast or famine happening over the last couple of years. You know, strikeouts up and home runs up. That how exciting could it be if you just see a, a swing fest? You know, throughout the the these sixty games. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, again, I guess my bottom line is is I, I'm I'm excited, <laughs> right? It's yeah, back. I, know. I mean, I know, I know. You know, I, I mean, and again, I I don't know. I could be whistling past the graveyard, right? Like I I don't know. I mean, can can do they play? You know, I the one that feels like they're going to play is the NBA. Yeah, you got a schedule, so. It makes it more real, but it does feel like it's got the best chance to play because Agree. of the bubble situation. Right. Agree. And like for yeah. Major League Baseball, the fact that, you know, a team right now like Toronto can't find a home, I think doesn't necessarily bode well for them. But I think you, there are ways for you to figure it out, whether they're playing in uh, upstate New York or something like that. They'll, they'll find a place to play. But, you know, it's just it's it's interesting or to practice. Uh, it's interesting that – um. That you have that, uh, you have to deal with that sort of dynamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I mean, I just think. Look, I think most people will be happy. I think most people are just starving for it. If you're a sports yeah. fan, right? And I think they'll be happy and embrace it. I think the NBA will be a huge, absolutely a monster piece. And I. I you know, I think people will embrace it. I hear, you know what it is, and, and maybe it's during my uh, week I do the local show, and most people aren't down with sports coming back. But I'll ask you guys flat out, individually. Uh, Fig, let me start with you. Are you, uh, or should sports be back, or should we table it 
until, say, next year when we have little things more in order. Sports should be back if the leagues are safe and feel enough they have a protocols in place to have a reasonable, safe environment for their players and staff. I don't know if you feel that's a cop out or not, but yeah, yeah. Uh, and I want you to, I want you to, <laughs> but, I want you to, knowing what you know, and you're a smart dude, knowing what you know, how things are, and you can't. It's like everybody said it, and, and including the commissioner of the NBA. Mm-hmm. He said, look, risk is risk. We can't get rid of the risk. Right. So you know it. You see the, the pitfalls. Yeah. I'll put it this way. Um, we're not going to have, unlikely that we'll have a vaccine or any sort of uh, I- issue of this thing being cleared up by next year. It might not even be until this time next year. So it's kind of like taking on the personality of the rest of the country. Do you continue to keep the economy shut down? and continue to lose more jobs and more money and get worse and worse? Or do you reach a situation where you say everybody, you know, advance and go on at your own risk and try to be as safe as possible and just know that this is something that we have to deal with going forward? Um, If the leagues are able to say, look, we're going to try our best to put this thing on and try to do what, what we can to keep everybody safe, we're trusting the players to police themselves and keep yourselves healthy and safe as possible. Uh, I think if if they have enough support within their player unions and within the leagues to want to try to push forward and play, then they should absolutely play while not also pressuring someone who doesn't want to go to work. I agree. Listen, I think I think you're right. Uh, Bursch, should sports be back? I mean, obviously, in a selfish manner, I'm really excited that they're no, coming no, I, back. I want you guys want to divorce. To, but, yeah. Right. Divorce or your own love for the game. Mm-hmm. Just view it and strictly as, you know, you're if you're the, the, the king of the world, sports comes back. Is it good to come back? You, you're, the, you're the one who makes the decision. No, I, I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think they should. I think, um, and and especially with the rise in cases that we've seen over the last couple of weeks, like, uh, I, I think, quite frankly, the smartest and safest thing, obviously, would just be to to just not do it. So that's that's how I feel. Chris, what do you think? I'm trying not to cop out on this because I've kind of gotten a little doomy about this in that it, the, the way I see it is that sports are kind of the small part of what Bershinger's talking about is that cases are on the rise and in general we in America seem to have just given up on the idea of containing this properly. And if that's the case, then you might as well just bring sports back, to be honest. If, if, you're, if you're just not going to take this thing seriously, like, right. I, mean, I, I, I hate to do this, but I... You know, I, I, I like reading up on Japan, and one of the things going around in Japan is that there are 57 new cases this um, just recently in Tokyo, and that is a massive cause for alarm over there. 57, only 57 new cases in any of these states being afflicted right now, people will be popping champagne. Like yeah, I don't think nine thousand. I don't yesterday in Florida alone. Yeah, I don't think a lot of Americans. Be, we're we're really bad as Americans at looking at international news and seeing just how well other countries have dealt with this virus. And instead, over here and, we're and yelling nobody about wants to hear it. Yeah, every, over here we're still yelling about masks, masks, whether or yeah. not they, you know, impose upon our personal, you know, freedoms. So in the sense, I I just I think that. The responsible thing is maybe not to have sports, but again, 
if the attitude of Americans is is that you know we've generally generally decided this is where you know we're going to wage these battles about freedom and everything else, then you know what you might as well bring sports back anyway. I've kind of shrugged and given up arguing otherwise. Lincoln, I want your answer on the other side as to whether or not sports should come back. And as much as you heard the glee in our voices, is it the right thing? We have that coming up. We have the four coming up. Four questions uh, from my warped brain. And uh, the guy's got to answer it. Let's uh, it. Go up. <laughs> Who's ever the most creative win from your warped brain the guy's yes. got how know. do we answer anything from your warped brain <laughs> you guys are good at it you do it every week very so. carefully true story uh, is and uh there will be violence uh fake violence of course, it's, of course. It's, you know it's that's healthy to get out the aggression in a fun way through words we're the fellas lincoln kennedy anthony gargano Right here on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The fellas... He's cuz. I'm Big Link. We need your loving. 
And although we're <laughs> apart these days, we're sharing more. And Geico's sharing more, too. The Geico Give Back, Pro- Give Back program is a 50% credit on car and motorcycles for both current and new customers that last the full term of the policy. Visit geico.com slash giveback for more information and eligibility. Coach, uh, Cuz, Coach. (laughs) Coach Cuz. Coach Cuz. I've been uh, pondering over the question since you first brought it up in the last segment. And I went back to, you know, what I thought earlier today when we were talking about it is if I had my druthers, I had the the ability to do it. It becomes a, a question of, you know, ethics, morality, and, and, and what's actually possible. So uh, if I had the ability, what I would say, should sports be played? I'm going to leave it up to every individual. I'm going to ask you, like I said, I'm going to ask you to sign a disclaimer saying that you won't hold us liable. I'm going to try to make the environment or what you're in as safe as possible. I'm going to leave it up to you. You want to play? Play. You don't? You don't. And I won't hold it against you if you don't. You'll keep their spot warm keep and ready spot. to go. Yep. But you don't want to play? I understand. Because because this is a pandemic, I can't tell you how to live your life. I don't have that right. And so I, I, I'm not, you know, every time, even even while we had um, during the quarantine, you still have people who are out there saying, you know, I'm not wearing a mask. I, this is my life. Let me do it with it. Okay, go. Oh, that's coming up in the four. You're going to deal with people like that. Let's go. Go ahead. Just don't hold me liable when it, when it, if it comes down and bites you in the butt. You want to work? You want to work serving tables? Open up the restaurant. They come, they come. You serve tables, serve tables. Just don't hold me liable. <laughs> Do you? It's funny because Chris said something during the break we were talking about because you know we're ta- asking the question: Does sports should sports be back? And Chris said, "Geez, we're talking about sports. I mean, should restaurants be open right now?" And he brings up a great point. Now we need to get people back to work, and we still wonder. You know, you know how do you how do you navigate this thing? Other countries were able to successfully kind of lock it down, and then we went goofy, right? We went goofy Memorial Day weekend. People were partying, and then we had the protests, and then it's now it's like people are just flat out ignoring that there is a pandemic. It's like we're the collective head in the sand kind of thing. Let me ask you this, though, guys. Yeah. In your experience, let's just—I'm I'm just going to just generalize it. And just in your experience, how many women have you came across around our age that don't cook? That don't cook a that lot. Don't cook a lot, right? Yeah. Same thing. My, now, a couple of generations before that was, you know, you had aunts and grandmoms and. Oh my God! Were, that's all they did was cook. Yeah, my so mother, when my the question, aunt, my grandmother. Yeah. So when the question came up that should restaurants be open, the fact is people are cooking less. Yes. I mean, people are people are actually there. There's companies out there that are delivering. Pre, yeah, I don't understand pre, that prepared yeah. food where you yeah. just throw in a microwave or an oven or yeah. and and I mean, so that's just dealing with reality. It's not a yeah. question of morality or ethics. It's just dealing with reality. People are cooking less. So they got to eat. They're going to eat. You're going to force somebody to cook? I don't know how it goes in other countries or, you know, they have these, they were able to stay. I don't know how that happens. But I just know that what we're dealing with, the parameters that we're dealing with in our society, it's just one of those generalizations that a lot of people, a lot less people cook. Yeah. 
No, I know. Look, look, in our households, you and I do the cooking predominantly. Yeah, I enjoy cooking, but I'm, I'm, I'm I, I know a lot of people that say, "Well, I don't really see that out of a lot of people." You know, I'm, I don't have a problem cooking. I don't probably have a problem going to the store, getting essentials or whatever, or market and getting and come home and cooking. But I know a lot of people who like because I am in a restaurant business who rely on my restaurant. I see a lot of return uh, yeah. customers. No, no, no. It's great. <laughs> Thank God, right? Thank exactly. God people don't cook. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, so who am I to sit there and say, okay, well, you know, I'm going to try to do what, what's right, and I'm going to shut down a restaurant because I don't want to get more people infected. No, I got people who want to work. I got people who want to eat there. Well, yeah. It's their choice. Well, that's well, yeah, your choice. Right. You know, I, I get it. Um, You know, you got to wear a mask. I, the, the This idea of the mask thing. Oh, yeah. It's... You know, it's amazing. Like, around my way, there's a guy who goes into – I'm always give you the questions, right? Uh, the four questions. The first question is – surrounds the pandemic, the people of the pandemic, all right, that you've encountered. Someone good that you've witnessed, something good that you've witnessed. And then, of course – the guy that you want to, let's just say, let's use the golf club since they're playing golf now. <laughs> you, you'd like to hit with a nine iron, all right? For okay. instance, my example is the guy I want to hit with a nine iron was the guy who went into Target in uh, my area yesterday. I guess it was two days ago. And uh, he's got no mask. And the people said, listen, you, you can't come in the store without a mask. And this guy starts to freak out, acting crazy, acting a fool. Oh, my rights, my rights, you're taking away my rights. And the, the poor people that work at the Target are going, listen, it, it, you, you can't come. In. There's nothing to do with rights. You can't come in our store if you don't have a mask on. Show some respect. And this guy deserved to get hit with a nine iron and a three wood. All right? I mean, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Are you that much of a of an idiot that the world, you think the world, oh, are you nuts? Show some respect for everybody else. And then the good was I've witnessed a lot more good deeds. I myself on uh, my local show, we do a thing uh, with good deeds where it's kind of a summer project for us on the show. And uh, when they can, like small things, pick up a cup of coffee for someone, pick up a, a tasty cake or pay the toll of the bridge or you know something small, but just a gesture of kindness. And uh, that's been going on. So that's been a that's been a cool thing. Uh, so question number two. I don't know if you saw the guy who who beat up the shark. Huh? <laughs> yeah, the guy came out. He saved his kid. It was awesome. He beat the shark up and basically, you know, saved his son. Oh wow! Yeah, it was it was pretty wild. And, and so then I was I was talking about it, and they told me to watch one of these. Bear Grylls episodes, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. And you know this nature, man versus nature, and it got me thinking about you talked about this to start the show about being outside. I'm out on outside. 
All right, that kind of outside. <laughs> I know, I know. Unless it's at like a cafe outside, normal times. That's true, my true outside. City, true city guy. That's it. Right. That's as long as they got you know sidewalks and asphalt and concrete, I like it. That's fine to eat. Right. Thank you. Uh, give me what you're afraid of in nature. For me, it's everything: snakes, that you, whatever it is. So give me your own, because I see this guy, and he's he's in jungles, and there's all kinds of critters and creatures, and he's unafraid of any of it. So I admire that. Question number three is, during this time, I don't know about you, but I've watched the weirdest things. Like, I can't watch, I can only watch so many shows anymore, and I found myself watching a virtual walking tour on YouTube for two hours. <laughs> I kid you not. A virtual I watched two cities. Tour. Yes. Okay. I watched uh, the Amalfi Coast in Italy, and all it is is a dude with a GoPro on his head walking throughout the city. And so I watched it, and I was like lulled into a trance. And I went, I find this so relaxing. This is last <laughs> Father's Day. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That sounds zen as hell. And, and Dude, it's awesome. Then there's a uh, place in Italy. I want to cross the boot to the spur. And there's a peninsula. And it's called the Gargano Peninsula. And it's really beautiful. It's like right on the sea. And they they had a drone. And it was like drone footage of this peninsula. For an hour, like 45 minutes. Wait, wow. wait, wait, wait. The Gargano Peninsula. You, your people come from there? Yes. Your family? Yes. It's like yeah, the yes. like My father's people. Yeah, my father's people, they came. My father's father came from that area. And then uh, and then we had we went to, then my my father's mother's people's from Sicily, Wonderful. and my mother's yeah. people's from Calabria. So that's kind of how it works. And, uh, yeah, it's the Gargano. It's my peninsula. And it's breathtaking. It really is. It's beautiful. Uh, but what strange things have you found yourself watching? And then finally, I'm going to make you the commissioner of the sports world. And you see all the stuff going and coming back. I want you to address all four of these leagues. NBA, NHL, MLB, football, NFL, college. And I want you to enact whatever you want in these leagues. It could it could be anything from when, where, how you're playing, to rules, to schedules, whatever it is, you're the commissioner. And you're making that. So there's your four questions for today. Let's turn it over to Fig for some trending, and then we'll get on their way. All right, and we are just about a month away from the resumption of the NBA season. The schedule will begin on July 30th. We'll have a doubleheader with the Jazz taking on the Pelicans and the Lakers facing the Clippers. The league will subsequently have a schedule of between five and seven games every day through August 14th. 
Games will tip as early as noon Eastern and as late as 9 p.m. Eastern. Commissioner Adam Silver said on a conference call on Friday that all players will be tested on a daily basis, at least initially, inside the bubble once they all arrive. The annual football matchup between Oregon and Oregon State will no longer be known as the Civil War. Both schools agreed it showed insensitivity to the divisiveness of what the American Civil War was all about. Clemson had 14 more of its football players test positive for COVID-19 on Friday. That brings the football program's total up to 37. About half of those players have shown symptoms and none of them have been hospitalized. And in golf field, Mickelson has a two-shot lead at the Travelers Championship. He shot a 7-under-63 on Friday. Later this afternoon, round three will commence. Gentlemen, back to you. Thank you, Fig. We are the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, fellas, you ready? First question, let's start with the pandemic. Good and bad from the people's perspective. Link, something good and someone you want to hit with a golf club. Uh, was Recently, I had to go to the post office to take a package in, and there was an, an elder lady who was kind of full. And, of course, people were maintaining distance because the post office had put tape lines down and please stay behind this line. <clears throat> line. And a lady came in, and she, she actually thanked everyone that was in the post office for wearing a mask. And so, you know, just you know, being considerate and stuff like that, thank you for wearing a mask. Thank you for being, you know, respecting, you know, outdoors and Aww. people around you. I thought that was very nice. Yeah. There was one jerk who was in the post office who did exactly what you referred to, turned around. Well, I don't believe it. It's just a flu. And he, he made the comment that just still drives me crazy every time I hear it because I've heard several people say it. My president doesn't wear a mask, so I'm not wearing a mask. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay. So <laughs> there are people that I want to take a okay. four <laughs> yes. yes. So there it is. That's my story. Yes. That's great. That's great. And the poor little lady. And these mask people, I, I just don't understand it. I don't get again, it either. Right. What, again, it's not for you. you know, again, it's for the whole world. It's just, right. it, just respect your neighbor. That's all. That's right. I, mean, it's, you know, it's all, I don't like wearing them. I hate them. I don't like it from a, from an insensitivity piece, right? Like we, right. you know, I like to see people smile, not yeah. people behind right. masks. Nobody likes it. I remember Nobody's growing up in Southern California when when they when they brought when they first instituted the, the no shirts, no shoes, no service type of thing. There were a lot of people who had a problem with that because you know with the weather, you know, people wanted to do what they wanted to do, whether it was walk barefoot or not have a shirt on, guys and stuff like that, and. All of a sudden, you couldn't go into the Seven Elevens or stuff like that, and they would get mad at that. This is my right. I'm, you know, you can do what I want to wear. It goes. It, it's not as severe, obviously, the correlation, but you know, right. it, it goes along the same lines because people just want to do their own thing, and they think they have certain civil liberties that don't that don't that don't they don't care if it impedes upon other people. Yeah, I, I just don't get that. I, I agree with you. I just don't get that. All right, uh, let's go to Chris. Chris. Give me the uh, the good and the bad, and who you want to hit with a nine iron. This is a little rough because I've pretty much been a shut in since this uh, pandemic began. I mean, I wasn't really going a lot of places uh, just because of my financial situations and everything too, and just in general, I don't like going out. Um, some of the best I've seen have just been I I spend a, I I'm trying not to dip too much in the second question. I've spent a lot of time kind of on Twitch, and there's been a lot of charity streams lately for you know for. Uh, Anything you could ask for as far as, you know, a lot of just medical funds 
for medical charities for this. So it just seeing the amount of money that we've personally raised at Pride of Detroit and in other places has been probably the most heartwarming. I can say I wish I could say it to a specific person. I did see someone give close to I think like two hundred dollars in one of our stream one time just at one point. So that was that was oh, good. That's really nice. Uh, the one I want to take several golf clubs to. I'm not even sure I can say the name, but just I, I just just to make it in a general sense, I think it's anyone who's out here twisting statistics and in general throwing doubt on a lot of experts about epidemics because in their words, like, okay, but you got it wrong the first time, so why can we trust you now? Okay, but you know, they I I, I get it that it's been rough to navigate an epidemic especially something as new and world shattering as this but that's also why they're allowed to sometimes get a few things wrong at the start you know this isn't this isn't an easy you can't just you can't ask these guys to go out there and bat a thousand and all you're really doing by throwing just their their work into doubt is making it harder than for anyone else to get real information at at the end of the day too i i get it Maybe guys like Fauci aren't the best people in the world to be handling this kind of thing, but I mean, they're they're better than you know Joe Bob, whoever wants to jump in here and just say, yeah, let's just reopen anything anyway. Yeah, no, I hear you, I hear you, Bursch, what you got, buddy? Uh, I haven't really uh, witnessed any uh, specific instances of people being great or people being terrible. So, so there's a you know it goes both ways. So that's good. Uh, but I will say uh, <laughs> credit to all the delivery drivers, uh, especially a lot of people I've I've just ordered through Grubhub or anything like that. Um, everybody's been super nice and uh, they're they're working very hard. Uh, there's this Indian restaurant down the street from the studio here called Bollywood, and they they're fantastic. And they've been incredibly nice to us, and uh, uh, it's it's great ordering from them. Uh, wonderful people. And uh, in terms of uh, uh, hitting with a nine iron, nine iron, um, I'm just gonna say Aubrey Huff, and I'll I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. There you go, buddy. Figure. Uh, good is just how respectful many people have been of others in public. If you happen to be taking walks down the street, you know, some people will walk off to the side and make give you a little bit of a head nod to acknowledge, hey, we're all both trying to keep our distance and be safe. Because I have had a few instances where people have not done that. They just keep walking on by and just, you know, and they're not wearing a mask either. So you just kind of get an idea without them saying even a word, you know, what their philosophy may be. So just people who are respectful of other people's space. Uh, kudos to them. And then for me, I'm going to rewind all the way back to the very beginning of this thing. And I don't know if you guys saw the news report down in Florida during spring break. And there's this one douchebag. I don't know what his name is. It's not important. But they were interviewing him and he was basically like, yeah, bro, like they're not going to ruin my spring break. And I don't care if I get sick. I'm going to be fine. This is BS. I'm going to get drunk and I'm going to party. And that's all I care about. I was like, well, maybe you'll care if you go home and then all of a sudden your grandmother gets sick and she passes away. You're going to feel good then? Was the keg stand worth it then? Yeah. Douche. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> My man fake. I like when you get riled up. Yeah. That's awesome. Sorry. All uh, right. No, it's awesome. I was telling you about watching a virtual tour like a weirdo. Lincoln, have you found yourself watching? What's the strangest thing you found yourself watching? I... I've I've reacquainted myself with the House series, the the, the show House. I don't know if you know about it. Great but, show. Um, and the reason it? why, and yeah, it, well, it's about a doctor who leads a team at um at a, a Princeton hospital and takes these rare cases and try to figure out 
what what's going on with the with the individual. And he also has a bunch of other side antics in, in the short version of it. But um, what what has intrigued me? I, I've never been intrigued by medicine, but to the sense where I have been recently watching these these old episodes. It's no longer on, so they're just showing old episodes. But um, the the body and 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 the composition and how it works and things that could potentially happen has drawn me in. So I found myself more listening to the dialogue and the rhetoric that throughout the show than watching it. I found myself drawn to it over recent weeks. Nice. Very cool. I like it. I like it, my brother. All right. Uh, Bursch. Uh, so I I love Survivor. And for the last couple months, my roommate and I have just been binging seasons of Survivor nonstop. So that's probably it's not like a super strange thing. It's just the amount of it that we're watching is 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 bizarre. Absolutely. But it's 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 so much fun. I don't care. <laughs> Here you go, brother. Survivor. Great. I like it. Chris. Everything I watch is weird. So this might be a little hard one to do. No, I know. I mean, You're, like, that's that ain't that the truth. <laughs> like I'm going to leave out the anime and I'm going to leave out most of the video games I watch on Twitch. I'll even leave out the live karaoke we did for Twitch because that was actually part of our uh, fundraiser. And you left out and I'm going to have to leave out me singing hollow notes out of touch. But I think huh? the weirdest thing I've seen, and I know, okay, so this is common for the internet. You you would think, okay, internet, there's a lot of cat videos out there, but I'm absolutely enthralled. It's on YouTube called Kitty Soros, and it's also by there's also another channel like by the same woman, Claire Lovecat, who she is this Korean woman. She has seven cats and she just she buys all these things and makes them like mazes out of water bottles and reflective mirrors. And she has all sorts of toys that she gets for them. She bought like a hamster wheel, but for cats one time and have them run on it. But these are seven incredibly cute cats. And I, I just can't. I thought I was over the cat videos. I thought I've matured past them. But no, I, I'm watching cat videos all the time now from these channels. And I, I'm just I, wow. I know all the cats by name. I know their habits. I, I even know the silly names and voices she gives to them, and it's just I, I I'm lost. I'm a lost cause. <laughs> yeah, I I would say so, man. That's that's uh, that's out there. I like. I thought I was bad with the with the uh, virtual these walking. Are, I, tours. I have a cat of my own, but these cats are like insanely cute. All right, nice, nice. Uh Figgy. Well, the weirdest thing I've watched recently there was a uh, documentary on Netflix on psychedelic drugs. So they basically talk to a bunch of celebrities and comedians, and they talk about their experiences of, of taking acid back in the day. Some of them oh, are that's pretty, a great, uh, pretty that's epic. That's a great doc. What's it called? I'm in on that. I'm trying to – I'll pull up the name of it. I can't think of it off yeah, the top of my head. Yeah, find out. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, but that, that's, uh, that. that's pretty entertaining. It's, it's, it's one episode. It's like, it's like an hour and a half documentary. It's uh, pretty interesting. I like Figure you're starting to scare me. You like the Friday movies, and you're talking about psychedelic drugs. You gonna do a little angel dust? Figure? No, not yeah. at least. It's just you know, uh-huh. just uh, a pop smoky, th- smoky. Don't no. trip on out on me a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's priceless, man. That's priceless. Just curious though. as to their experience, Link. Uh, sure. That's all it was. That's all. Just research <laughs> you. purposes. You know what I mean? Oh, that's great. I love it. All right, we'll come back and uh, the other two questions on the docket. Having some fun. On a Saturday in June, we're the fellas coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, welcome back. Fellas live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. All right, 
fellas continue with the four. This is when nature bites. I, I, it's amazing. I saw this footage of uh, the dad saving his kid from a shark bite, punching the shark, beating the shark up. And then I was talking about it, and they were talking about the, one of these Bear grill shows where you can actually pick which he does, and he gets bitten by snakes, and he gets all kinds of, like, bees sting. It's unbelievable. I never saw a person go in real life actually go through this stuff. And Lincoln was talking about the outdoors in summertime. Oh, yeah. And now the NBA, the NBA, I'm excited about the NBA in the summer. Lincoln goes, no, people should be outside. I go, bleep the outside. <laughs> Lincoln, what are you afraid of in nature? Big spiders. Always give me the heebie-jeebies. Do you have, you've seen big spiders? Oh, I've seen big life? spiders. I've seen tarantulas. There was one instance when I lived tarantulas? in Atlanta. Tarantulas? Where the hell? What are you talking well, Southern about? Southern California, yeah. Um, I, in, in Atlanta, there was one instance where I was uh, outside my house and I was doing something in, in the yard and I looked down in there and I was wearing slides or flip-flops and it happened to be a, a big spider that was on top of my foot. And so when I kicked it off, unbeknownst to me, it was a mother spider because thousands of little spiders went elsewhere and I, was, I my big ass was jumping up, ah, I was like trying to run away. <laughs> so spiders what? do it to me every time. Big spiders, big spiders, not little ones or anything. That's crazy. Tarantulas, brown recluses, the big, the dangerous ones. Black brown widows. Recluse, and weeds. man. I'm, I'll recluse away from it. <laughs> on, on, son of a gun. And we have black widows down here, so I see them all the time in Arizona. Damn. Damn. All right. Uh, Chris, what do you got? Uh, so it's funny because I grew up, I mean, when I grew up in Toledo, we, we had bad mosquito problems, and I've always been terrified of mosquitoes more than anything. Just, you want to talk about what kills people? Mosquitoes are absolutely the biggest thing. But what's terrifying? No, just like just the kind of viruses they carry, man. Yeah, like, no, I mosquitoes. Hear you, man. Like, and and that's the thing is like every other creature out there, they probably they have a, a a role to play in the natural order of things. Mosquitoes? Yeah. No, they don't. You, we could exterminate all mosquitoes tomorrow. We'd all be fine. I hate mosquitoes. I agree. But, I don't throw no mosquitoes. I agree. But I, I think what's more frightening, what always gives me heebie-jeebies, is snakes. At the end of the day, they talk about, you know, the original three predators of man when man was first coming up from its primate form. And you talk about, you know, the big hunting cats like tigers and lions. You talk about, you know, giant birds of prey like eagles that could swoop and kill much younger infants. And then it's snakes because of the venom. And we, we've domesticated cats and you can tame big hunting birds. No one's tamed a snake. And I, I refuse to believe anyone will properly tame a Serpente. snake. I hate no, those man. things. I hate them so much. Yeah, I hear you. What you got, Bursh? Uh, ticks. Ticks freak me out. Because, You're a tick guy? Yeah, because the fact that it, it's so easy for the head to be left in your body after you get it off of you, and then, you know, you can get Lyme disease and stuff. It, uh, yeah. yeah. The no. tick is, a, is, a, is an evil creature. It's too small to see. Yeah, I agree. The tick, I'm out on the tick. I... <laughs> Figgy, we got, man. Bears. Don't do bears. Bears? Nope. I'm really? out. I'm out. Yeah. They say, oh, a bear comes up to you, act big. Yeah, I'm sure that'll help. Whatever you say. <laughs> sure. It's kind of like Doug a bear. Really? I mean, I never saw one. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I dug bears too, and they were behind a cage at the you know zoo. What I mean? Like yeah. they look like, yo, I'm down with a yeah. bear. What's up, man? Yeah, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm strolling down the trail and I see Yogi and Boo Boo, you're like, right. nah, 
Hey, right. the, hey the basket's all yours, player. It's right. all you. I'm out. <laughs> Take it. Take whatever you want. Here you go, Yogi Boo Boo. Here you go. Yeah, I, I'm not going to find myself in the trail where there's a bear. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not in the woods, all right? No. You know what? You know what doesn't go to the bathroom in the woods? Cuz. All right? <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> Make sure uh, you bury finally, it, bury it. you are you are the commissioner of any sport, and I'm making you in charge. All right, Chris, let me start with you. Oh no, uh, Figgy first because he's running out of time. Yeah, okay. Figgy, I'm gonna start with you. All right, so I thought we get this done anyway, but it's no, right. it's okay. Uh, NHL get rid get rid with offsides. I don't want offsides in the NHL. Score more. MLB pitch clock, NBA four point line, make things more exciting. NCAA football sixteen playoff instead of four. I love them. I love every one of them. <laughs> wow, I'm down. Bursch. Uh NBA uh, shortened the the first round five game series instead of seven games in the first round, and the opposite for MLB the division. No short, needs no to short, be- no no. Yes. I'm yes. sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, MLB uh, needs to be seven games in the division series and uh, keep the universal DH. Uh, NFL, do that. Uh, mend the on- onside kick. Instead, do that fourth and 15 or fourth and whatever. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, NHL, uh, do what you want. I don't care. Figgy uh, well, <laughs> beat you. Uh, big man, you want to do on the other side? I do, do? I'll do mine on the other side. I'm just laughing at Burst in his, in his <laughs> hockey. He's like, you can't go <laughs> You can't say I do it. Hockey, who cares about you? <laughs> no, no. I'm saying just do what you want. That's not cool. Have fun. Have fun. You guys, I, I like you Look the way you are. To it. <laughs> All right, bastard. All right. <laughs> we're gonna we're the fellas. We'll come back. NBA, lots of NBA stuff ahead, and a bow and a four, fellas, on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, welcome back. Nine o'clock in the east, six o'clock in the west. It's a Saturday, man. Show yourself, everybody. Fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Go to geico.com for a free rate quote. Having some fun on a Saturday, a sports Saturday, and we're uh, somewhat hopeful, right? I mean, we have the NBA schedule, and I absolutely adore the NBA schedule. <gasps> the NBA schedule every day, noon until midnight, eleven thirty midnight. By the time the last game ends on the east on the east coast, nine to nine on the west coast, we'll just be wall to wall hoops from Orlando. All I know is I love the NBA bubble. I will say for the record, Lincoln. I was trying to weasel myself inside the NBA bubble. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Why? Well, I, I do think they should pump in sound. I really do. I think yeah, they should pump in sound over the TV. So because it, I like how the the, uh, the the German the Bundesliga, the how they do it. They pump yeah. in the sound. Yeah, I, I think that's. I, I think that that will give a little bit more aesthetics to uh, to, to the game because the last thing you want to hear is. You know, the ball bouncing on one of the other courts that are in the same arena, you know, playing on the other side, you know? Yes. So. Yes, I agree. I agree. I'm I'm so excited for it. I I, I don't know. Wall the wall hoops. I don't you think that they should do that all the time, Link? No. What do you mean? 
Well, in a, in a regular season, you know, you got teams traveling around. You don't have just day games, like a Tuesday, two, 3 o'clock game. That's awesome. For, not for School's out. No, not for professional schools. Not. Well, you're – we're moving to the summer, baby. Oh, you're going into the summertime. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay. So summer, summer, summertime. I mean, this is, you, you know, don't normally have this small of a schedule, so it's kind of hard to yeah, put it in perspective. Now we're, we're moving to the summer, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, then right on point, then summertime, the finals will be in summer and then should end, you know, no later than mid-June because I, I do think people should get outside and not stay in the house all the time, but. You differ on that subject. It is what it is. Yeah, I I love it. I love the <laughs> fact that that we're gonna have we're gonna have hoops, and I love the fact. I think people can easily watch hoops from wherever they go, wherever yes. their summer times. Yes, you know. know, it's called tablet, brother. Defeats the purpose, but yes, you're right. You are correct, sir. Yes, <laughs> I love I love driving. You can say. You know, I re- I recall that one time when um we had a show. <sighs> it wasn't during our normal time slot. It was on one of our other time slots. And you told me that I think your wife wanted to take you to a wedding or something, and it was during the playoffs. And yes. Like, it was my that? wife's cousin's <laughs> wedding. And you, first you said, who gets married during this time of the season? It's the World Series. <laughs> Are you crazy? I remember It that. was. Actually, it was during the playoffs. It was Phillies Giants. Oh, okay. NLCS. Like uh, I, I said, what? 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 And this was before the time we had ready access with the tablets and the phones. You're like, wait a minute, huh? You you want me to go to this? I don't even like your cousin. I'm just like, <laughs> no. I mean, I, listen. I, I I liked her cousin. The cousin I like. I dug her. I, seriously, yeah. she was. She's cool. I love. I you really do. But. It was, yeah, it was definitely her cousin. It had to be her cousin. <laughs> cousin, her cousin, Tony. I loved her. She's a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. But you can't get married during the playoffs. It's a playoffs. It's October, red October. Uh, you know, by the way, you know what I do for a living, so yeah. that's that, right? I know, right. But beyond that, nuts. Who gets married during that? You got to postpone, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, you well, should know the Phillies are the Phillies at that point were good enough. Right, should never marry during during football season ever. So right? the, lesson, that, the lesson learned is to take in consideration what time of year it is in the sports world. Yes, okay. Yeah, no, that's that's a truism. I, I, I agree, but I don't know if most men realize that when they're just going through the whole hum football thing season for for sure. Like I, you, you get a slight pass. But October, you should never get married in October. I know everybody loves that. Oh, October is the perfect time for the wedding. No, it's horrible. You got NFL. You have baseball playoffs. You got basketball, hockey, college football. You get married. You got Michigan and, and Ohio, Ohio State or <laughs> Penn State and whatever. These are all Come things on. to take in consideration when you think about your nuptials, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> for the guy. Now, What's when do you want to do this, hon? Let me check you the don't schedule. Do it in no, June. Kansas, All right, Kansas. no June. Oh, a June wedding. No, no, no. It's the NBA. Do August. That's all right. Be, it's hot. No, it's that's fine. August is great. <laughs> I love the way you rationalize. <laughs> a case in point. So I, we'll I, do I February. <laughs> <laughs> After the Super Bowl. 
<laughs> after the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> Before March Madness kicks in. Correct. Conference, Lincoln, conference attorneys. you have to answer the question because I'm going to make you commissioner. And uh, you get to weigh in, and uh, we need your answer. Okay. So starting out with uh, football, uh, I'm going to take away on the defensive side automatic first downs. So illegal contact and five yards, five-yard penalty. It's not going to get you automatic first down. You're not going to get bailed out by some ticky-tack foul. Uh, that's one of the main ones in football. There's other ones. But that's one that stands I, out. I love that. I think that's good. Basketball, I'm going to create a four-point line. Do away with the three-point line because everybody knows it well. I'm going to make a four-point line. Back it up. Make it even tougher for you to score four points. You're going to create a four? I don't know if I like a four-point line. Well, I'm going to do away with the three-point line and then just call it a four-point line. That's the one that's going to be out there outside the key. So um, uh, I'm going to make it more challenging for you to want to just throw it up when you come past half court. Uh, And baseball, baseball is a tough one. I wanted to say you can no longer do the shifts. Something small that would affect the game in a way. Mm. No longer shift the infield and the outfield and defense. Just have to play Mm. straight up. That was one that came to mind. But there was other ones I was thinking about. I lost lost track of it. But uh, hockey, I'm going to make the goal. Is there there anything you would do schedule-wise, Link? With baseball or any of them? Any of them. I mean, now's the time to do it, right? Yeah, but is it is it possible to go to less less games of baseball? I guess you could. I would. Do you I like? Would, uh, do you like this current? Do you like this current format? This sixty is not enough. Yeah, six I agree. Is, six, but six I'm enough. excited for it, though. Aren't yeah. you? Yeah, because it, it it's going to give you something. You know, you got to have something. This and and it's weird to really. To really think about this type of question during this time because it's just it's so odd what we're dealing with. I know. Well, you're right. That's a, that's the challenge of the four. So I get you. Yeah, yeah, they, they, and that's the thing. I mean, right now, anything's in play, right? right Universal right. DH. You like it? I hear from these people from the from the what you call it, the purest crowd. Like pure. What's pure about anything right now? It's a freaking <laughs> virus, right? You can't you, you can't sanitize you know this is what it is I'm trying to sanitize life and and it, and it would be so weird to have a universal DH uh but I mean hey it's maybe it adds a little bit more excitement draws you in a little bit more because it is feast or famine so you want to put more hitters up there yes yes um I like the universal DH I have no beef with the universal mm-hmm. DH. Quite frankly, I'm kind of into it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And what about the thought about the extra innings, the possibility with the extra runner on? I think that's for bogus. I, really? If I'm going to be real about it, why? Yeah, because he didn't get earn his way on base. Okay. You know, thought I had a little bit more excitement to scoring defense and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I, you got to admit it's a little for bogus, though. Yeah, got to do a way of uh, speeding it up or the, the finalizing games. You don't want to go eighteen, nineteen innings because just going back and forth well, because the bullpen is you know worn out. I don't have it's a problem. What do you mean? What's the problem? Go that late? Nobody's gonna be watching. Hey, well, listen, I, I I think it's just the, the game orders? though. The game, the game's the game. Can you change the game? Why not? That's what you're doing with the Universal DH. Yeah, I mean, I hear you on that. You know, I mean, that's a good point. I, I just, 
eh. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of that, okay. quite frankly. I just like I, I I don't know. It seems kind of cheap. You know what I'm saying? That's all. Okay. The the, the start to run on second base. Right. Eh, kind of like yeah, kind of out on that. Anyway, we got lots to get to, including the NBA. We got a schedule, baby. We're going to go through every day. No, I'm kidding. I was about to say. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> You'd never see We think, Chris, he ain't on that? How much time go, we got? Go or do you want to poke day. your eyeballs out with a with a, with a hot poker? It's up we can to get you. through it. I, I, I know you'd be wielding the hot poker, so I, I'm sure we can fit this in. <laughs> All right, we're the fellas <laughs> right here on Fox Sports Radio. The fellas, Cousin Big Link, and we're brought to you by Discover. Hey, get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit scorecard, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Because since they released the schedules last night, two teams that stood out to me as uh, in some serious trouble um, out the West, uh, it's Portland uh, because of the schedule they got in front of them and the fact that Trevor Ariza is not going to play, which hurts their wing. Uh, but they do get uh, Collins and, and Nurkic back. Um, uh, that's a big win for them. But most notably, the Raptors. Because right now, the Raptors in the East hold a three-game lead over the the, um, the Celtics. But with their schedule, and I'll read it off, they start off with the Lakers, then go the Heat, Magic, Celtics, Grizzlies, Who's still in the playoffs? Bucks, 76ers, Nuggets. Um, potentially losing that number two spot, you know, maybe falling below Boston would p- probably put them up either likely against the 76ers, or you say you can get hot, the Pacers or, or the Heat, uh, rather than the Nets, Magic, or Wizards. So uh, this schedule did not do the defending champs any favors. Yeah, no, I, and uh, I think you're right. I think they, they got to think, but it comes down to the, Playoffs. Now, let's think about this for a second because remember, really, the seeding doesn't matter. Like, none of it really matters other than you're just playing who you're playing, right? Without home court, does any of that matter? Well, yeah, it matters because you can get a healthy team like, say, the. The Seventy Sixers or something like that, who are you know, Mm -hmm. or that good. You you don't want to take them on the first round while you're still trying to play into your to to your shape because you know having eight games prior to starting the playoff run isn't a whole lot, especially when you talk about coming off the layoff. And listen, I agree with you. I I really do. I guess my point was, I I look at it and say, well, I mean, not for nothing. Um, without a home court. What sort of advantage is there? No, is there, there, there's not. I mean, you know, there's. I mean, really, just it's just about playing how you play, man. Like, you know, who you got? Let's go. Well, right? I mean, you. We talk about rhythm, and we talk about the importance of rhythm. We we don't have to look any further than your backyard team. Like, explain why they struggled so much on the road when so dominant at home. You know what? What was it about that sort of? You know. Well, that, that's that, gonna, that's going to be interesting because of what you point out. Now, are the Sixers, which were so like Lincoln said, so good at home and so poor on the road? What is it? Is it the fact that the home crowd is on them? Like they'll 
They, like, like they, if they're not playing well, they get booed. They know that. They're sharper at home. Or do they just like playing at home? And the rims, uh, is the road something where they shrivel up on the road or they lose focus on the road right. because they're a young team and, you know, you're in South Beach and you're out right. and, right. you know, your starlit girlfriend's there or, you know, they're just not focused on the road. Whatever Some it young is. teams, yeah. Yeah, whatever, whatever it could be. So, I, you know, I, I don't know. It's All I do know is it'll be interesting to see what neutrality does to a team like the Sixers. Which way right. can it go? Right. When you have when you have as the, the immense talent that you have on the roster, it's about putting it together. And you know, a lot of people don't want to use the word chemistry, but it applies. It's so applicable here because such a layoff. They've got to be familiar. The guys have to be familiar with the other way. I mean, the way the guys the, on their team play, right? And sort of restarting. And what kind of changes do you implement if you if you evaluated what you did so far before the season shut down, and now you're making that championship push? What do you change? Yeah. In this time between now and then, because you know there'll be coaches out there who will change things. You know yeah, that's listen, happen. you know, and and a guy like we talked about, Brett Brown, the Sixers mm-hmm. coach, who could be on the hot seat. You know, what does he change up? You know, what do they figure out? Does and, and remember, you got a guy like Nick Nurse, he's a good coach. What does he figure out during this right. period? That's exactly right. You know, Spolstra with Miami is Miami uh, a legitimate? Are they legitimate? Well, they're legitimate, but again, they're another team that did the schedule did contender, not favor them. I mean, I think they are a contender. They can play, but I, I mean, I don't think they're better than the Bucks or Boston. But I, on an on an every night schedule, I think every now and then they'll hit it. But Miami is another one to me that loses with the the schedule. And let me read off their schedule. They start with the Nuggets, then the Raptors, then the Celtics, then the Bucks, then they get the Suns, the Pacers, Thunder, and the Pacers again. So the first four four games, four or five games, you know, I think the Suns are out of it. I don't even, I don't know if they really want to play, but they're not they're, they're not winners in the schedule. But the schedule does not work with them. Starting that with Miami. Yeah, I mean, but you know what's funny? I mean, what's it really mad? Again, I and I keep going back. To, I don't mean to completely, um, you know, do away with the seating. Yeah, but yeah, or ignore it. I mean, so the last game is more against a rhythm. Does it really matter who you're playing? And yeah, I get there's certain teams you don't want to play, but ultimately, you know, we're all on the even footing, right? We're all yeah. playing. I mean, that's what they try to do. It. I mean, they try. Yeah. To, yeah, NBA obviously try to adhere to um, the, the the schedule, you know, pre shutdown as much as possible. Um, and so there were certain teams that became out came out more favorable even before the pandemic. Teams like the Pelicans, you know that who I believe the NBA wants to wants to find a way to get them in the playoffs. Though I don't think they'll make any noise when they get in the playoffs because they're still right. young. But you know they would they would want to have a Zion versus LeBron playoff round one. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree with that. I do. I agree with that. Um, I I I wonder. Like a team like Milwaukee, and does Milwaukee? I mean, they're built well. So, are they? Does the layoff help them? Because you know they were together the whole time. It is a grind, and now they're fresh. Or do they lose any sort of momentum from how they played? Yeah. 
I, I think they're probably one of the safer teams. Like the Clippers being so de- so deep, they have a rhythm that they can just play with anyone. And I didn't I didn't even look at Milwaukee's schedule. You know that because that's something you do have to be concerned with if you're absolutely, that, right? absolutely. You mean you yeah. want to get you want to get into a rhythm playing well as soon as as quickly as possible because you want right. to build momentum up as the playoffs go or as they come. Correct, correct. So I, you know, again, I I think they're in a good spot, but again, are they? You know, listen, they're an overwhelming favorite. Milwaukee is. To come out of the East, I, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I mean, I, I mean, I, I believe they're really good, but I don't believe that they're as good as the Clippers or the Lakers, and I think they could be prone for an upset. Now, last night, in fact, on the text board, Tasty Cake Dom says that, uh, la, la, la. Jay Williams, actually Jalen Rose said the Celtics have the best starting five in the NBA, which I would completely disagree with. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Been so long since I saw basketball, I got to remember who's on the damn roster. <laughs> uh, let's see. Jep chart Celtics. Kimball Walker, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Hayward. Tatum, who has had a an amazing year. An yes. amazing year. Yes. Gordon Hayward, Daniel Theus. Hmm. Starting five? Give me another well, one. I see, I see, I think Sixers beat them. Okay, let me go to Sixers starting fives. Well, you're, you're going to have Simmons and Jay Rich and uh, – You'll have uh, Horford, Embiid, Simmons, Richardson, Glenn Robinson the third, Tobias Harrison, Joe Embiid. You'll have Tobias. Robinson won't start. Horford starts or Shake Milton starts for them. And Shake okay. is just a guy off the off that that'll play a couple minutes, can shoot it, and then go back on the bench. It's whether or not he wants to bring Horford off the bench. To back up and beat, or do you start them knowing they had some struggles fitting in earlier? It's a great question because that works on chemistry. And Robinson's playing well, so you can't he ignore stinks. that. Or he was. Yeah, um, he, stinks. he stinks. You think Robinson stinks? Yeah, he blows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well then, be cool, man. You know, I don't, I don't so, miss words, man. I, I, yeah, he's, he's a well, bum. I know. So, so like, then I would go play. back to the he starting five. He the, wouldn't, the, he wouldn't see a minute in my rotation. He wouldn't. He could move a little bit. That's about it. On that team, that team needs to see. They need. They had no shooting. The Sixers, right? Like that team needs more shooting. So you know, can you get away a kid like Shake Milton? Got hot. You remember him against the Clippers? Was it the Lakers? What day was it? Yeah. He, yeah, he got hot yeah. against the Lakers. Like, I remember like a bunch of three. Mm-hmm. He scored like 38 or whatever it was. And it was like a Sunday afternoon, and he and he, and he he was hot. Now, I, I don't know. Do you do you go that route? Bring him in? Because they need some shooting. 
That's their biggest. That's their biggest issue. So we go back to the question that Tasty Tasty Cake Gone pointed out. The comment said, "In that case, the Celtics the Celtic. would have the better starting." Fight. See, to me, Milwaukee's nah, 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 not with Simmons and Bead. Simmons and Bead, Harris and Jay Rich. Those four trump anybody. No, listen, I love Tatum. Mm-hmm. I like Brown. Kemba yeah. is is you know I mean he's a stack guy. Yeah, I don't. Know, I think Sixers are better than them. I do. I you, you know again, Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee's got the best starting line. First of all, I think the Clippers have the best starting lineup. I love the Clippers, and I think the Clippers, even though the Lakers are favored, I think the Clippers are the better team. And actually, a, a like a markedly better team. I'll take the Clippers all day long in that matchup. I'll tell you another man who may take the Clippers Patrick all day Beverly, long: Beverly, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Marcus Morris, Zubak. Pretty hard to pretty hard to argue with that one. Well, and it's Kawhi and PG five. alone, you get the best player in the league right playing yeah. right now is Kawhi. Yeah. Let's uh, let's find out a man who knows the Clippers intimately. The Lord of Trendings, I low. Look, let's get real for a second. How, how long we have we all known each other? A long time, right? Right? Quite, quite some time. Okay. We love each other, yeah. So the modesty here is just staggering, Lincoln. Anthony had an actual peninsula in Italy named after him all this time, and we just find out about it now? You have a whole peninsula named after you, Anthony. I mean... Yeah, I think it was the vice versa, but yeah, I'll take it. Very, very impressive. <laughs> I, I, I would just... I, I continue See, to be... See, ha- here's what happened. Yeah? Some poor schmo, right, <laughs> took a boat and, and survived all kinds of disease and landed in New York, right? He landed Ellis Island... And he gives him his name, and the guy goes, "What? What's your name?" And he goes, "Guy goes, where are you from?" And I got a guy on, and he goes, "Boom, that's your name, Gargano. That's it." And that's what happened. And Who that's knew? where the movie The Godfather came from. So <laughs> <laughs> I always make sure to stay on Anthony's good side. Indeed, fellas, the NBA is where we start on Friday. They release their schedule for the restart of the season. It'll begin with a matchup between the New Orleans Pelicans and the Utah Jazz July 30th in Orlando. The 22 teams involved will play eight games each to seed for the playoffs. Also Friday, the NBA and the Players Association jointly announced that 16 players tested positive for the coronavirus out of 302 players who were tested this past Tuesday. On Friday, Clemson announced that 14 more football players tested positive for the coronavirus. That brings the total number of cases on the Clemson football team over the past month to 37. The NHL held its draft lottery Friday night, but there was a catch. The winner of the draft lottery getting the number one pick to be determined. It'll be the winner of a second lottery held later among the eight teams that lose in the qualifying round of the playoffs. So slots two and down the line are set, but the number one slot yet to be determined among those eight teams that are going to wind up missing the playoffs. Finally, in golf, Phil Mickelson at 13-under as a one-shot lead after two rounds 
of the Travelers Championship. And Anthony and Lincoln, once this whole, you know, pandemic thing ends, I suggest that this show do a special remote on St. Rocco's Day on the Gargano Peninsula, (laughs) which is held each year in August. And that's something that makes the Gargano Peninsula even cooler. What other place on earth has a holiday called St. Rocco's Day? Not even Philadelphia. I love you. What is St. Rocco's Day? They take a they take a stick and beat up crab or something like that? <laughs> Sounds violent. Oh my according God. to Wikipedia, this is even better because I just looked at this. St. Rocco, according to Wikipedia, is the patron saint of dogs, falsely accused people, and bachelors. According wow. to Wikipedia. What? <laughs> That's quite a a cross-section. Dogs, falsely accused people, and bachelors. Well, listen, bachelors and falsely accused people have a lot in common sometimes. So do dogs. So do dogs. dogs for a reason. Exactly. (laughs) Say Rocco, baby. Oh, that is priceless. That's why you're the Lord of Trendings. Oh, my God. The one, the only... I know. Oh, my Lord. We are the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com and get yourself a free rate quote. Big link. We're talking a lot about the NBA and the restart in Atlanta. We have the schedule that's out. It's a great one. If you're a hoops lover, it's awesome. Hoops wall-to-wall. And I got to believe it'll be a ratings bonanza, Lincoln. No doubt. No doubt. It'll be something that everybody in the public is, is clamoring for and will be excited to see. Uh, and, and it doesn't even matter the matchup. It's going to be intriguing because you, you've been you've been devoid of it for so long. Yes. It's got a real shot to be something yeah. special, don't you think? Yeah, yeah it does. I mean, it, you know, it could be just because of that whole idea of great basketball – Basketball in the morning, basketball in the afternoon, basketball in the, in the night. I mean, look, you know, it, it's from the same campus. It feels like almost like a tournament. It's got so much to offer in that sense. It's got incredible. And the TV, you know, again, we're star for American sports. There's just so much, you know, German football that you could watch right 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 so and our sports know. are based on our star power so as long as the stars are are there i mean if you if you woke up for you know one time and you looked at the the clippers and you saw you know someone like you know amir coffee starting and rodney magruder and i'm just pulling names out of the air off their roster right you know, they, they wouldn't be the same as paul george or Kawhi leonard but it'd still give you just waiting for them to come back so I, I think with the way they've done it, uh, alternating the days and with the schedule, is going to bode well for for everybody to put their best foot forward in, in this playoff march as they get into the championship. Uh, you know, pursuing the championship. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think. I, listen, all in all, I think it's going to be a fun, fun time. I think people are going to be excited. I think it's got, it's got. Uh, again, if it goes through and. You know, God forbid, I, I know all the scenarios are out there. What happens if a guy tests positive in the NBA Finals? What if it's LeBron? What if it's Paul George in the Conference Finals? What does it mean? What does it mean for, you know, legacy? I, I, I just think he just, right now, 
all those other scenarios. I just think you got to play. I think ultimately we'll talk about football because we we brought up the idea of you know what's going on in the NFL, but ultimately ultimately that whole NFL piece is they're just waiting and seeing, and they're going to go forward with the calendar. And if you got to cancel events like the Hall of Fame game, you cancel events. Yeah, I totally agree because I remember when the schedule came out, I was looking at the preseason dates, and they had left. To, they had most of the preseason dates I saw on the Raiders schedule had to be determined between three to four days apart. So there's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of things that they can be flexible with. And if anything, I think that the NFL has created a contingency plan that if we have to start later. How do we do that? Do we send the 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 first half to the schedule, first part of the schedule to the back half? We can do that. Yes, yeah, I I think I think, it, and that's smart to do, right? I think when we kind of you know look at it, like I think you don't know what's going to happen. We go, oh my god, the second wave in October, and you don't have a crystal ball. So if you don't have a crystal ball, I I, I think you got to play it and. and Act like you're going to play, forge ahead, and prepare like you're going to play. Take the the precautions, you know. Try to get the technology, whether it's you know wearing a you know some sort of Spider-Man suit underneath, right? right? Right. Something that possibly that you can have, you know, to kind of ward to protect yourself. I think you got to do it. You know, I and just change the subjects for a little. I was always curious that what happens if with baseball um, because it is getting a late start and because it is a condensed schedule. What happens with baseball in the playoffs if one of the cities hosting the playoff games just has bad weather constantly? Because unlike football, baseball can't be played in any weather. Do they move it to a location where they have an industrial location since they're not worried about fans? You ever think about that? This is one of those things that I've been pondering over the last couple of weeks. So that the, the big question about baseball. well, it's going to be. Are you talking about the playoffs? Yeah, like the playoffs and you know what they say the the, the World Series. Yeah, the playoffs would be, are going to be. It's really kind of the same though. Would it be if they? Yeah. Well, I guess if they start off the end of end of August. Yeah, I mean, the like they're of not August, really right? moving. It's going to be the same thing. Sixty games. Yeah, I guess that must have been with the ninety games they were talking about making it late in November. I was like baseball. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah no, they, they did talk. They were kicking that around. Mm-hmm. But you know you can't you can't do that. You, you can't do that. But there were they were actually like kicking stuff around like that. Hey, do you do you look go to the, and the only way you can do that is if you did what they were talking about earlier, and that was the Arizona Florida bubble. Do you remember right. that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Now yeah. now look at how crazy that would that sounds. Yeah, because both of the states are suffering a huge increase in in uh, positive tests. Right. For COVID. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, let's do this. Let's take a quick T.O. We'll come back, and uh, we'll put a little bow on the show. We got a little NBA to to, to finalize. And then what is the prospects of college football? And do you move it? I I think that's going to be the next thing you'll see, which is seriously considering it being moved to the spring. It's Lincoln Kennedy and Anthony Gargano. We are the fellas, as always, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fellas! Our boy Nikki uh, on the text board says, I'm listening to you while taking a drone tour 
of uh, Costa Puriese. That's the Gargano Peninsula. Look at you. <laughs> see what you see what you inspired our listeners to do. <laughs> Look this up. <laughs> Saint Rocco's the, Day, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. That's great. We're the uh, fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, hanging out with you. As always, as we, uh, you know, enjoy a June day. We're brought to you by Discover. Get your credit scorecard today. Even if you're not a Discover customer, include your FICO credit score. Checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply so, college, Link, we talked about the NFL. We're excited about the NBA. We'll see about baseball, and we hope and pray for everyone that the virus gets contained. But let me ask you a question. Do you, if you're college football, do you try to play, or do you look at it and go, you know what, let's move everything to the spring. We'll still own the spring. We are all we are college football, and we can then keep in intact all of our, you know, all of our revenue streams. What, what do you What do you do? I, I I would certainly look at that as a possibility because I, I think that you know even though football can be played year round, you want the best product to be featured on TV if you're not going to have fans or limited fans. So with that being said, I think that um, that you should seriously consider the spring mainly because. Some of these these campuses are so enormous right now, as we are on the you know just opening up summer, going through it and expecting the fall. You can't with everything that's going around the spike in the the positive test and everything else. You just there's no way to predict that we will have a handle on this, and more importantly, you try to force the issue with say college football, then you're assuming the college campuses are going to be opening back up, which is a huge assumption. Um, because I have to, I have to feel that, you know, regents and people who are in power have this notion that sometimes they have to protect the people that are attending their universities and they might not open up the campus. Um, even though there are some that are open now, I think they might end up closing down what, what we've seen so far. So if I'm college football as a whole, I would certainly get together with the, with the conferences and say, what's the possibility of us doing this in the spring? What, what what would it hurt? Now, ultimately, when you do the logistics of it, it hurts your turnaround period for one, mm-hmm. um, because then you're you're up against it for the next fall. But even if you push it to say, what, maybe early March, mm-hmm. try to start early March. Now, what you're up against is that places that you know the facilities are you know unburied under the the, the last part of winter. Um, how 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 far are they behind? You know, doing that, but you're up against it to try to force it for the fall. And I still think that it's too big to ignore. It is going to be tremendously hard. Well, you also have, I mean, you have the idea of protecting, you know, your student athletes. Certainly. And, and like, I agree with you when it comes to, you know, being on campus and, you know, better than anything. I mean, oh, yeah. you're in college, you're going to do good college People do, man. College kids and they do. don't go from practice to their dorm rooms or their apartments and stay right. there. Right. You know, <laughs> exactly. It doesn't know? happen. I mean, that's just not that's not, you know, feasible. So right. people are gonna go hang out and they're gonna mm-hmm. do what they're gonna do. And, you know, you gotta watch and you gotta take care of them. But here's the problem when we talk about the student athlete. 
is that, you know, they're they're not being paid, right? This is not a business situation so where so. you go, you know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> True. This is not a situation where you say, well, you know, this is your job and, and you know, it's all well and good. You're Malcolm Jenkins and you're sitting on real money. Right. You know, you're, you're you, this is a different story. Yes, but you have to also look at it this way. If you're Trevor Lawrence, you don't want to miss a season. You project to be the first round draft, the first pick in the yeah. draft. You see what yeah. I'm saying? So, you know, when you talk about, no, it's, they're, they're not, it's not being paid as a job, but many of them are looking at the opportunity to go to the next level. So without having their, you know, if they had it up to their, their own discretion, yes, they would be there and they would play. I mean, you have to look at programs like Clemson, what now, I think, uh, Ilo reported, what, 36 of their 37, kids? 37, yeah. 37, 37, something like that. Man. What's going on mm-hmm. in Clemson? I mean, this is a yeah. premier program. It's projected to be number one. They're not going to yeah. shut it down. You see what I'm saying? But there, there's something that has you have to take notice. So if you're college football, and we've already seen programs around the country you know, dismiss some of their sports for the upcoming year or whatever it is um, uh, until you know further notice. If you're college football, you're too big to ignore. Just push it back a little bit. Don't mean such a pressure to get it. Do like the, do like NFL. Get a later start. But then again, you're running into that winter problem for your bowl games. Well, I, again, I I, you know, I I liked your other idea, which is just completely move it. Yeah. Which you seems know, the most and, practical and, and realistic. And then, by the way, you bring in the you know at, the, at the, your bowl games are in May. Yeah. I mean, yeah, with stake around the holidays, there's mm-hmm. no there's no college football, but. What do you really care? Like run the ball. It's you know, it's different. It's something. De- and by the way, it's beautiful weather. People would, I think, people would flock to those games. Probably, probably get more people to go to those games than you would around the holidays. To be honest with you. Well, there's there's something special about being you know out being outside and in the horseshoe, or I'm sure when you're taking on Michigan, right, watching the, the game, like the whole yeah. thing. It'd be yeah. great. All right. Uh, Great stuff today, brother. Listen, I want you to be safe out there in Arizona. You too, bro. You know, everything, people in Florida and all over the country, in Texas and Arizona, watch yourselves. Be careful, all right? That's the most important thing. Just be safe. And uh, we'll be out next week. Everybody have a great week. See ya. Fellas are out. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.